get the mangles right. Make the moves, don't you stand out of sight. Check the website, this media group. Keep it 100, cause that's how they gon' give it to you. Something for anyone and everyone from every walk. 65, 20, they got music and talk. Sundays, you know we're getting in the mix. Three to five, west side misfits. Kick facts, play music, and talk slick. Tell a friend, tell a friend, they get in the mix. Tell a friend, tell a friend, they get in the mix. Tell a friend, tell a friend, they get in the mix. Sundays, you know we're getting in the mix. From three to five, west side misfits. We in the mix, we in the mix, we in the mix. You are officially in the mix, baby. I am Miss Mix a lot. I am Dos Not a 2000. I am DJ Lab. All right, and you know we got Slick 316 in the building, baby. Hey man, happy Father's Day, thank Father's! You, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes! It's always a time now for the fathers! Yes, yes, yes. Things have gotten a lot better for you fathers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. You know, the thing about it is I put up a post earlier in the week just kind of, you know, reminding women that Regardless of how many roles you play, dual roles, whatever it is that you play, like you're, we're not taking anything away from you, but fathers are men. That's right. That's right. And that's just, just, just what it is. And we get one day, can and we have that day? Exactly. And <laughs> my thing is, it's better to disassociate or not even speak on the bad fathers and just uplift the ones that you know doing the right thing, you know? No. Mm-hmm. No. It's much better I to agree. do that. Just If you don't mention them, guess what? They're irrelevant. Don't nobody know who they are. Right. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, just that, and then we have to, and and I always um have to take it into consideration too. I always like to just kind of enlighten women on we have a role as women in how we choose the men that we lay down with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we Great. hold some responsibility. Absolutely, we hold some responsibility in you know in choosing the men that we choose that we lay down with. You know and. A lot of times they don't want to, I didn't know it. Okay, well, I can understand because I will say that the men that I have kids with, I am the first, my kids are the first of their kids. So sometimes you don't know. Mm. But I still know I hold responsibility in choosing to pre- procreate with them. You know what I'm saying? We are responsible. My, exactly. Y'all know my motto, pick better. Pick better, exactly. Pick so better. it's kind of like, you know, don't, don't just kind of like make all of the guys feel a certain type of way just because you pick wrong. Like, don't do that. I don't think that shit cool. Like, seriously. Like, we hold some responsibility in that. And and sometimes it's hard for women to understand or see that because I didn't choose. It doesn't matter that you chose whatever you chose. It's just the point of Hey! (laughs) It's just the point of we hold some responsibility. So, fathers, Y'all step out and y'all lemon so nobody will ask y'all to get on that grill. Oh, yeah, you already know. <laughs> it's a day right now on the grill. Mad as hell. Exactly. Smell like smoke. The yes. wrong smoke. Yes. And look, we got one of my favorite people in the building. I told you, I told you, I had one for you. You yeah. did. I got it, I got it. You know what? DJ Lamb, and he's talking about that. He wouldn't even tell me. <laughs> 
them I had to tell them that it was a guest because they would not come. She was like, well, I don't feel good today. I ain't coming. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that. Oh, okay. You thought I would do that? Well, you know, sometimes you wake up on Saturday and don't feel like doing it. I mean. On Saturday, I'll say. Yeah, but he been, he we've been playing this since Tuesday. <laughs> oh, okay, good, good, good. Well, I am excited, even more excited now, man. Like I just love good men. Like right, right, I like right. to be surrounded with that energy, that love. All of that matters oh, to you me. Like that surprise. What to the rest of the surprise he tell you about? Oh, oh okay, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I'm so, I'm about it. I can't wait. <laughs> but, but yeah, I just wanted to tell you guys, man. You, None of your um good deeds, none of your work go unnoticed, fathers. You know, as, as sometimes I know you feel unappreciated, you feel overwhelmed. It's a lot going on because it is a lot of responsibility, parenting, period. Mm -hmm. So just let today be one of those easygoing days. Don't let nobody work your nerves. Just kind of go with the flow. And, you know, I, I honestly feel like you all deserve it. That's right. Thank you. We appreciate it. I feel that. like that, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, I... Um, what you know? <laughs> He's talking about you know. <laughs> well, we're gonna get uh, DJ Lab. We're gonna let you get in the mix, and then we're gonna bring our guest on where he can introduce himself and let everybody know what's going on. Thank you. I ain't lost it. It was in my other pants. <laughs> Oh, 
in now with all going on. everything, but we are doing okay for the most part. It's rough. It's rough. We're going to get through it. Yes, I do believe we are. You know, the thing about it is, uh, one thing about us as people, as um, uh, as a national we are strong and resilient by nature. Like, it's kind of like circumstances have made has made us, you know, just pretty much be who we have to be and kind of conform to whatever it is that's going on. So now we just want to try to get everybody else to kind of get our see our value and just kind of know that we're not the enemy. Mm. It's you know bad people in every nationality or every race, but don't and just black, don't don't count. Black us lives out. matter too. That's on the right. What you do, love? We matter too. And look, we are live. Let me just tell y'all that. So when y'all hear DJ Mayor messing up, it is a live situation here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's that's just the main thing. We just we want we want to be treated fair. So we just kind of you know. Well, you know what? It was it was okay. The thing about it is, you know, when you this is like like I I mentioned before, when you protest and you want to um get something out of it, I was actually out um supporting uh Kip Kip Metro Atlanta Schools. Yeah, that, it was their protest, and um and it was basically because you know like with Kip, you have all different nationalities teaching. You have all different na nationalities and. In high positions and stuff in the in the school system, and they wanted to just get out there and express themselves and let them know that we have their full participation, we have their support and things of that nature. So it was nice. It was really hot. Those eight minutes and forty six seconds really was a long time. Did I thought kneel? they forgot about us in a skirt. I <laughs> kneeled in a skirt, <laughs> and I was just like, "Is anybody keeping time?" <laughs> Because maybe I should have started. And it was all like, yeah, because uh, everybody getting a little wobbly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was nice, though. For the most part, we all came together. Like I said, the um, the most, I'm going to tell you something. The principal, and I think I mentioned this last week, the principal that used to be, he used to be the principal of KIPP Atlanta Collegiate, which is the high school for KIPP. And he just basically got up, and he was just saying that, um, Racism basically started with white people, so it has to end with them. Mm -hmm. And he was like, it has to end with us. And he, yeah, and he, and he was, but he was very. The one thing about him, he was, he was straightforward, and he just made made people understand what was going on. And he was just like, um, and he was telling them that how we hold ourselves accountable as you know, as a white race, is when you hear those smirks. Or when you hear those, um, you know, things being said, not to turn a, a blind eye to it. Not to just take it to HR every time. Just kind of check it, you know, and be like, you know, that was kind of out of order. It's one, you know it's one thing saying? to be, so, um, to consider yourself not to be a racist, but you really have to be anti-racist. Right. I mean, you have to, you can't sit back there and be silent as you see other people being oppressed. Right. right. And that's what, and that's what he talked about. So I thought that was very good. I thought that was a very nice approach to... You know what, what they had going on. Other than that, like, yeah, he's white. Yeah, he's white. He, um, very cool dude, though. You know, th th most of the kids he worked with are, are black, and he chose to work with these kids. It wasn't like, you know, like another situation where he was appointed there. No, he chose. He applied. He knew what he was getting himself into. And he was, you know, it's just, he was just like, I know how I was raised. And it just wasn't really like that. But I also know how a lot of my counterparts were raised, and it was like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he was just like, I just feel like I chose to be a part of everything that um, that we're going through right now. So he with it. 
And there was a lot of other teachers too, so it was really nice. Yeah, there was a lot of people that came out. We we were social distancing though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like we had we had the mask and we were all like it was enough room for everybody. So. Did you see the post that I put up about the record high that we hit yesterday? The record who? The record high and COVID cases that we hit yesterday. Yes, I did. So what basically what where I am with this at this point is that um, I just feel like with COVID, at this point everybody is going to be exposed to it, but it's about making yourself healthy enough to fight it off. No, I'm so serious. That's the truth. I think people already and, have had yeah, it. Yeah, people have already had it. Some have already have shown symptoms. Some have not. But I think at this point, you make your body strong enough to fight off anything that comes with it. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I, I remember you saying that, but it didn't arrive like that. That's the only problem. It was not like that when you got it. So, I thought that was when you opened it. That's when I got it. When I opened it. No, you had already had it for a while. I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we'll talk about it. I don't know. Okay. Well, I—I I mean, I honestly don't know. I thought that's why we hadn't. Um, we'll talk about it though. So yeah. So like with the sea moss and with the um different things that you could do to build your immune system, I feel like at this point, that's what we need to do. That's what we—that's we, what we need to mo- focus more more on than anything because. Like D.L. Hughley the other night, he just passed out. That was crazy. Yeah, like he he tested positive for COVID, and he was asymptomatic. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Like at this point, it's kind of like, because they're saying that it's not even a, a, um, it's a bacteria now, that it's not even a virus. virus. So I'm confused about a lot of stuff. Well, they said that um, overseas they're doing autopsies on bodies that they classified as, uh, you know, like passing away from COVID-19 or whatever. And they're doing autopsies, and in the autopsies, that's what they found. Have you heard that, Mike? Like, hadn't heard that, but my picture on COVID and, and, and being asymptomatic and different things like that is that it's almost like us just having to believe and doctors who basically just draw hypotheses. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, they all have their own opinion about different things, so they're going to drive what they believe is the right way for right. us to go, and that may not be the right way, but mm-hmm. of course all doctors have their own opinions, and it's it's upon us to kind of educate and empower ourselves to determine exactly which ones we want to listen to for the most a, a part. A doctor told me one time, he said, you know, this doctor thing, is we just guessing. It's yeah. practice. It's like a mechanic. We, we just guessing. We try one. They work with me damn work, mechanic. We try something else. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, see, this is the really thing. we really don't know. If you, if you all, I don't know if you all can remember when HIV and AIDS was first, like, introduced to the world. And how, um, okay, so our mom had a chance to work at IDP, which is the Infectious Disease um, clinic over on um, Ponce de Leon, but I remember how they had to interact with people like like the mask, the washing of the hands, and you know this person got it. You know, be really really careful. And this is what the COVID nineteen kind of remind me of. Where mm-hmm. as as research kept coming and things kept developing, they would release certain things. But the only difference is. Uh, you catch cold by somebody breathing on you. You had to fuck somebody to get that old. Uh, well, they didn't. But you had to think egg. about it. They didn't, oh, they, they, but think about <laughs> it. They didn't know that at first. Though. Oh, okay. They didn't. They didn't know that at first. 
Listen, they didn't know. They didn't know. They didn't know how people. Think about it. They didn't know how people was getting HIV and AIDS. Oh. They just kept coming up with it. Oh, okay. So eventually, after all of this research and all of these things being done, then they said, "Oh, it's related to sex." Then it went, oh, it's related to gay sex. Then, so all of these different things were developed over time, though. Right. It was like years. And now, to what, 2018, 2019, they come out with the, with the vaccination right. that helps you not to contract HIV or AIDS. But it's only for me. No. I it's for, yeah. So now they have, they have this, they have this vaccination. Then they have... The vaccination for HPV, which they later found out, and well, in recent years, that HPV is what can cause cancer, like throat cancer for men and cervical cancer for women. So that's what I'm saying. Like this COVID is kind of sort of like that. At this yeah. point, we're thinking it's all about breathing. We don't know. Right, right. right. It's at an early stage. Mm -hmm. I'll say a true live ex ex example I had actually when I was a kid. And my mom worked at Grady Hospital. Mm -hmm. So I'm sitting out in the lobby at Grady mm -hmm. and just waiting on her like I wait on her every day after school or before it's time for me to go to school. And one of her coworkers came out there and got me. He was like, hey, hey, Mike, get up. And, you know, as I'm walking, she's like, that person has AIDS. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking back. Again, I'm probably grade school, mm -hmm. second, third, fourth grade. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking back like, how you know that person got AIDS? Right. You know, we're all being educated at the mm -hmm. same time, but I never heard you could get it by sitting next to somebody. Right, right, but right. it just shows the disconnect in, in, in our community and just in general mm -hmm. how messages can be kind of yeah. absolutely. You know, it could come one way. You don't know how you get You just don't want to be rhyme. You don't want to be They save you, And see, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm telling y'all. The correlation is so similar because I remember this. I remember... I, I honestly remember, like, we couldn't go into certain places that graded because, you know, like, they would have certain areas. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. like, our parents worked together. Mm -hmm. So, it was certain areas that we couldn't go. And as children, we don't really know. Right. It wasn't until we got older and was like, oh, okay. It started making sense. Right. And we're like, dang, we didn't even know that was that serious. Like, we just, we was messing around you know but we didn't know but we thought everybody was gonna die from that shit yeah like, think about how serious that was like right. in that time the message exactly time, and like what was and what we learned from it so this is the same thing that our kids are going through now with covid right. mm -hmm. like we don't know they saying that, it, that you, if you it could you could breathe on somebody and get it you probably can but at the same time it could be sexually transmitted as well and unfortunately, be some the shit? kids in, 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 in general and in our youth, <laughs> e even adults, we just don't know how it works. Mm. Right? We don't know how it goes because you got all these examples of when you got people out there protesting, you got hundreds and thousands of people. Right. Then you go and see the different rallies, and then you'll go see different other events where people are actually congregating together, mm -hmm. and then... Out of that, you got free test dummies, which is what you really got. And right. right. those numbers and don't really move, you're like, well, damn, what is it? What is it really? Exactly. You know, so it's kind of hard for for it's kind if it's hard for adults, you can imagine how hard it is for the youth who's been cooped up in the house and got right. nothing to do to come up with a plan for you to tell them, hey, y'all don't need to do this. Right. And then no. they then they're messing and then they're messing with the numbers. Well, of course, they they can always but the, the thing about it is they are um they're 
what what do you call it when they do with the numbers like statistics uh, as far as statistics but what do they do when they like fu not fluctuating the numbers oh no for the numbers yeah are, like they make manufacture the numbers are, yeah they all so okay just statistics yeah right. so that's the see that's the problem that i have where um they're saying we're in phase two, and I'm like, well, you can't move to another phase until phase one is like phase well, out. The thing in China, they, in China, China has had a second outbreak in China, right. so they now everybody back on restrictions again in China. So you know they they kind of leading the way with the the bullshit. So I guess what they're saying is y'all expect the second wave. You get what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. But how but how can we expect a second wave when we're still in the first wave? Like. That's, but but the numbers are going I, down. The numbers have peaked. Listen, this, this is what they're considering. They, they, they're, they're saying the numbers have peaked and they're plateauing, you know, that it, it's decreasing. So that's why it's going into the next phase. They're expecting another rapid increase. So, you know, we're still easing know. out the first phase, but we're still having cases picking up. He's going to kill it, though. Well, the governor said go, yeah. go to work, go, go to the party, go to the pool, go anywhere yeah. you want to go, go there. Hey man, I had my PTSD. Yes, hey, my PTSD kicked in last night. I went to a damn, uh, I went to a damn, um, uh, what you call it, man? A talent show or something they had out at Club Miami and Beaver Ruin. Oh my god, my damn, it was packed. Yeah, yeah, but uh, my damn PTSD kicked in. All them young niggas with no mask. I'm sitting out like, oh no. I said, you know what, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna let y'all have this. I'm a, oh. I'm a bow out gracefully because it's worth it. How long did you stay? Um, all right. Initially, they was telling people to get there. We went out there with the artists we work with. Uh, shout out Hydra the Goat Westside on. You know, we went out there with uh. Nah, nah. We we got about seven o'clock. But we got. They look like people have been there all day, like camped out. So you know, I'm like, damn, what is this? Cause I didn't know. I didn't know what the hell we was coming to. We just trying to support him. Right. You know. So we get there. And all these country-looking folks. I mean, I, I, nothing gets cut, but there's a whole lot of folks just right. out there, just everywhere. Right. Allegedly. You know what I'm saying? But and but by 9 o'clock, like, I got, out the, I got out of the car. I sat there to let them, you know, because it was like a line. They were letting the artists in. They was waiting for all the people letting people. It, it, man, it was, it, it, it was, it was hectic. Unorganized. But, well, it, I, I ain't going to say it was, it was unorganized because I'm sure the people who put it on got their money. Right. You know, so I'm, I'm, you know, I guess that's how they set it up. Right. Okay. You know, but okay. it appeared if you were standing out there waiting, that, waiting, trying to get in, it was all that guy like a motherfucker. But you know, mm. I, I stayed that about nine, and I shot everybody deuces like, hey, I love y'all, man. You know, yeah, because uh, it don't seem worth it. Let me tell you something. Our interaction with people will never go back to what it was before COVID. Yeah. I don't think it will. How and can it though? Some of it's it, not really even necessary to go back to what it was for. COVID. Well, how, how can it though? Let me tell you something. I I I don't think it. I don't think it. It could only because like you don't know. Like we find an invisible monster here. Like it's literally, we don't even know. And then everybody so, pop up said they got it. They had no damn symptoms. So everybody like. You had no damn symptoms. Right, no. No cough, no sneeze, no motherfucking so throat. <laughs> and now, so you, so you standing up doing the comedy show, just fall the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> and think about all the conversations you really had, though, with people who yeah. said, oh, I had it in September, October, before they told us about it. Exactly. I think what they talking about is definitely what I already had. Yeah. But when you went in there to that doctor and you got that CPAC or whatever, they didn't have listed 
as one of their right, uh, right. It, illnesses, COVID. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't even know. It was a cold. It was the mm-hmm. flu. Yeah, like they didn't. They had no idea. I so that's what's really rude. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But th- that's the part that's kind of scary because at this point, at first, because at first I was like, okay, let's listen to the scientists. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my that was my whole thing. We got to listen to the scientists. But then when the scientists started kind of hey, listen, this this one I know is bullshit. Don't trust me. Look, I'm like, right. you sure? Look, this one I knew was some bullshit. When they said, okay, first they was like, um, you get a little cough, sore throat. Then they say, then you know you get tested. Then they say, well, you don't have to have no symptoms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so so naturally you want everybody to be scared of everybody. So now. Everybody got these mad. Anybody cough somewhere? Everybody now trying to keep from coughing and shit. You know. Yeah. I, my dumb ass. I'm gonna. I got my mask. I take my mask off for cough. You know, just naturally because I don't want to cough in my goddamn mouth. <laughs> well, we. Like, everybody like, what the fuck was this shit? And I thought about myself. Oh, okay, okay. Right. I mean, we went to an event on Saturday that we live streamed, and they had everybody spread out six feet apart in the chairs, and everybody had on masks. You had to have on masks to even get in the space. What time is it? It was actually a uh, memorial service. Yeah, memorial. Oh, oh okay. Well, I went to a, I went it to. It wasn't a funeral. It was a memorial service. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. It was the same. Well, I went to a, a, a funeral actually. Um, Friday we had a, a cousin pass, um, aunt pass, but um, and that's how it was. They had social distancing yeah, and they had like social distancing, like like a mug. You had to wear a mask to get in there. You had to wear a mask to um. I mean, they had that you you were required to wear masks. Some people tried tried to get away with it, like the Ooh. audio guy. He didn't have no mask on, but the lady kept coming in looking at him like, "Nigga, right? You <laughs> better not call for nothing in this book. It should be like that." See, that's the scary part about that right there. Within two, Within two three moms? From COVID. With James Brown, but he's also a part of uh, Wayfield Foods. Yeah, and he's part of Wayfield Foods. Because Wayfield CEO came to the thing. Yeah, it was the people from the Congress there. Like, he spoke very, very highly of him. See, that's the tragic part about that, man. Yeah, like, that is just, that is just so sad, man, because... This is my thing. Like we, I promise y'all, we we are fighting an invisible demon, and we honestly don't know which way it's coming. And to think that you can hurt your family, like hey man, you can I tell them Negroes that, that, that on banking yesterday. God, it was, <laughs> look, there was some niggas on banking yesterday. Did y'all see the people? Yes, I, I looked at somebody's on, live I, video. I would have been a nervous wreck. I was on Mooly live video. Yeah, that's why I said that. Let yeah. me tell you something. I said, what Mooly mask? Is? Where's your mask? <laughs> I said, Where's your mask? He's I'm not. thinking, I said, Where's his mask? Oh, I. But yeah, they was live and loaded on backhand. Yes. Let me make sure that one get correct. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. But let me tell you something. The way my nerves are set up, a crowd full of people. Yeah. That's it. Right. Well, I think we got to understand, too, you know, it's, it's, it's real generational and how we moving out there right, right. now. Right? Yeah. I, you know, me, me and my partners, we, we, we ask ourselves, 
if we was 20, 21, 22, how would we be moving? Right. We, we hope we would have common sense and move rational, but right now it's, 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 really, it's, so, it's such a fear factor mm, that, yeah. that you don't really know what's going on, man. 21, and, I was like, Right. Come who? <laughs> right, but, but, but that's where I'm going with the conversation. When you stand. when you see them, we making those we making those you know opinions of those perceptions right, based right. on some folks in our early you know late thirties early forties. Right, that's true. Right. We talking about this this young crew out here, man. They they already like they don't believe the hype. Right. They don't believe the smoke or the the leaders who up there telling us. Right, right. So that's true. Why you want me to believe just just randomly? Right. Ain't nobody ain't nobody passed in my circle. Right. That's mm -hmm. how they that's, that's how they think. You know, so yeah. we can look at them. I mean, we can cringe, and and they still out there moving. But until it affects them, they have it no won't clue. Affect them. It, it won't affect. Them. I got it. Oh baby, I could not imagine. Whole another life. Bad. I just cut a new norm. <laughs> yes, a new and norm. see that's the thing. This is a part of our new norm. So, and I'm gonna tell you something. Raising young adults. Okay, so when when the um when everything first started out in like March, right after you all's birthday, birthday. yeah, because it was right before my birthday. When everything hit off. My kids was on board. They was like, oh, mama, yeah, done, done, go to the store. Like, we had appointed Adonis to go to the store every go around. He the one get the gas. He the one that was going to take the risk. Mama, if, if, if uh, something happened to me, I, I went out in style. You know, so we had a book. Like, oh, we had all this stuff together for, like, two moms. Right. He did this stuff. And then one day... I don't I don't know. It was like, Mama, we can't take it no more. Um, we out the house, Mama. No, we ain't scared no more. We ain't scared no more, Mama. We got to get up out of here. But they did so good for so long. And I was like, well, just don't come in my room then. Right, right. So they was like, well, what we'll do is so here they go. Here, this, this, this was their remedy. Well, when we come in the house, We'll go up the steps through the kitchen. Mm -hmm. We ain't going to come around the other side by your room. Because I'm like, I'm social distancing. You know, I'm thinking, I'm like, I, I'm not about to get, y'all not going to make me sick. I'm the only one that was working in my office, so right. I can still go to work. Right, right. You know, so I'm, I'm like, no, y'all ain't going to make me sick. And then they was just like, mama, I, we don't know what's going on at this point. Like, maybe like a month ago, they were just like, this is all crazy. Right. Yeah. Like at this point, we don't point, know. Everybody know what's going on. Yeah, like. they're like, we don't know what to believe. We don't know what's going on. Like as much as we want to research ourselves, we keep coming up with the same answers. So it's like, as a mother, I'm, I'm just winging it. What you, yeah. what, what can you tell them, right? Right, because it's like we're all learning at the same time. But I have told, I, I have expressed to them, you know, like being out in the open with all of those people is too dangerous. Mm -hmm. What about who? Clubbing. Clubbing. Mm -hmm. They ain't really clubbers anyway. Like. Nah, yeah, them. They, yeah. they don't know the value of the club yet. They, <laughs> yeah, they, they, ain't, they ain't really clubbers. Like, they. And I think, I let me. I, I think with, with, with the clubs, you know, the clubs to even taking a risk. As a way to the liability of, of allowing groups. Or, or, or just a number of people to come in there. Uh -huh. You know, it's hard, but again, on the, on the, end, on the back end, you're you thinking about that loan revenue. you just took. You're thinking about yeah, that how, how you're going to pay what you already owe right. to, these, right. to these new to these new loans. You know you're you gonna think like yeah. We can sacrifice a couple before we get this crowd up here. That like, business pays for your own personal yeah. 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 bills. Yeah, that's the thing. We couldn't be in the room together even though we had 
Right. And that that makes sense. Area. And they had to clean that area, yeah. It only made sense, but when it comes to the clubs, like the clubs, hey, they have been jam-packed. Mm -hmm. All of them. A lot of people have been waiting. I was just about to say that they have been waiting to club. They've been waiting to go shopping. Like, at, at 40, I'm just at a point where none of that is important to me. But I know to some people, that's how they live. Hey, uh, how you catch coke, man? I was up in the in the club, man, and I guess I caught it from homegirl booty juice because she would give me, well, <laughs> she would give me a tap dance and a lap dance. And I didn't even know that nigga that paid me that blunt. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> And you like what? At forty, you know how crazy that sounds. Like, <laughs> what you say though? Right. I ain't even know. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm not. I, we were having a good time. Oh. Uh-huh. It's not worth it. How old is he? Oh, okay. Oh wow! Went back twice. Right, and so you think? But you think about the how many people he was around before the, somebody mm. even suggested that he get yeah. it done. Man, so th- that's, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I said at this point we just gotta work on ourselves, and you know what I'm yeah. saying, and, and try to seriously build our immune system up just in case. It, it come like at least be because see that's the thing you don't of course you all know you don't die from COVID you die from the symptoms and you know all the mm-hmm. stuff that's it surrounded or whatever like yeah so you just want I mean honestly I'm at this point I, I want to be strong enough to just kind of fight it because I don't I don't know I went into Quick Trip last week and almost fainted I was like uh uh-uh. uh Girl, it's people in there eating hot dogs from the spinner. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just over it. Yeah. People are really out there moving. Mm-hmm. People are really out there moving like it's not a new day. Right. That's right. what I'm they saying. out there moving like it was the same way it was <laughs> last year. Look here. I'm tipped. I'm tiptoeing. And these people are they loose as a goose, and I'm like, I mean, you know, for COVID, I know I'm not real good. Yeah, I, I was gonna say the same thing. I was, I, I was I real crowd anxiety. I was real particular yeah. about a lot of stuff. <laughs> Grabbing napkins before right. I grab what you grab. Right. Going to the restaurants. Yeah. I'm getting stuff out the back when I go yeah. to the grocery mm-hmm. stores. Just I could <laughs> be wrong, but I really I do feel like that's, a, do that's that. our generation is like that. Because we like that too. We be like, don't get the first one. We got to go a little further. You know, like because we've had those. Example. Right. And we've seen people take losses, right. and they didn't have to. Right. They took those losses because of preparation, right. and not being prepared about it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah no, seriously. And I think that's I think that's a part of our generation, seriously, because we take we certain things come to mind with us when we're shopping and when there's certain things like going on. Whereas, of course, as young adults, we we probably weren't as cautious, but these young people now. And if I can hit, yeah, add yeah. on to it, you know, even thinking about how COVID is, you know, just chaotically 
terrorizing us mm -hmm. right now. Even for the young people or whomever, even at home, that's confided, that can't get out. You got people harming each other in their own families, man. Absolutely. You know, mentally and, yes. you know, physically, because it's, it's something that they can't deal with. Right. This is something that nobody even have to, have, have to even prepare for, mm. having to have confrontations with your stepdad or your dad yes. or your mom or your brothers. Yeah. They like, no, you can't go out. He or she like, yeah, I'm going. All right. I'm but I'm coming back home. Right. right. You know, so at that point, it's 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 all it's it's kind of hard, man. You got to really just pray and just have faith and come to something different where you could just, you know, you, you, you teach your, your kids and you expect them and you hope that they follow some of your ways. Right. right. When they become a vase, they're gonna move how they want to move anyway. Mm -hmm. They're gonna go, they they gonna they gonna die, and there's gonna be a lot of things they'll never tell you that they've they've been a part of. Right. That's true. But as it relates to that, what's happening internally in our community, in our houses right now, man, you got a lot of infighting. Mm -hmm. You got people Absolutely. taking L's in the house and they got nothing to do with COVID. Right. It's got mm -hmm. to do with that mental yes. health, man, yep. and yep. people taxing on one another, mm -hmm. and we, we got to come up you. with a better way to just deal with each other. And property management, and property management, and I mentioned this months ago, how the domestic violence rate increased so much, right? And it wasn't just couples. It like you said, it was kids. It was like it was just so much going on. I my office is in the one bedroom units. Let me just say that. I'm right by the one-bedroom units. And a lot of those people are on different work schedules. They were. So sometimes one would be coming in in the morning. Some would be leaving out. You know, like it was everybody had their schedule. Mm -hmm. When they put us on lockdown, I promise you, I used to call my brother and be like, the police are here again. Right. Like, and the and and. I mean, this was, I'm serious. Mm -hmm. I would be like, I could hear them hollering and screaming. I'm like, what is going on? Now, my office is still closed, but I'm still there working. So I'm like, what is going on? When I finally had a to chance to talk around to, yeah, when I talked to the police and the police officer, he was just like, Donald, he was like, these people have never had to be around each other. Seriously, like no longer than like a day. Right. Maybe. And then they still had the option of leaving, going somewhere. Right. He was like, man, he said we had so many. And I'm in Cobb County. They don't want to arrest anybody because of COVID. Mm -hmm. But they also don't want to keep answering these domestic calls and dealing with mental illness because of the same reason. So it's like, okay, at what point? Yeah, so like, it, so it's mentally it's wearing hard. on these officers as it's well. Hard. It's, it's, they don't want to be the officer to come to the house and then they don't respond and they come back the next day and something tragic has happened. Right. They don't want to be that one. Exactly. It's so hard. so it's kind of it's kind of you know it's a lot going on mentally with with um with every like with everybody really. So that's why I always try to speak life into people regardless of your situation, regardless of whatever it is you have. I always try to speak life into people because you don't even know that might be you might be the last person that they have an encounter with before they go and do something like so you just never know so the one thing that i can't honestly say people have been a lot nicer in public right. you know i don't know what they're doing all the time behind closed doors but in public i can see a difference with the way some people you know kind of um interact with you or you know even behind the mask sometimes you know even eye contact stuff like all of that matters so my goal, my personal goal, because even mentally with me, it affects me. So I know Absolutely. it affects my children. Absolutely. So it's like a, my personal goal is to just kind of 
speak life. Like even like when my children get discouraged, I'm like, look, it could be so much different. Mm -hmm. Just think about it this way, and they be like, yeah, man, you right. So I try to keep them, you know, keep their mind going, and then I have other people that's good, that's nice enough to keep my mind going. Right. Cause it's it's I'm telling you, it's wearing and tearing on everybody. So it's kind of like. At this point, we like we have to find. I don't know, as as far as um, get reaching out, getting mental help. Like if you don't have anybody to talk to, mm -hmm. if you don't feel comfortable talking to somebody, look here, book you an appointment. People don't realize how just talking to somebody really helps. Yeah. They're like, I ain't putting nobody in my business. But actually, you better. Actually, you have to you have to figure out some way to get that off your mind. Yeah, my mic on. See, look, what? <laughs> well, yeah, well, some black people, I'll say that because I, I, I believe in therapy. Mm -hmm. Right. I've right. always been, even even as when my children were little, I always believed in that because sometimes, sometimes children will tell somebody something that they don't, you know, like they'll tell somebody that they don't really know something that they won't, something tell. That they won't tell you because they're afraid you may be mad at them. Or say, for instance, if it's anything dealing with, um, because most people, like most people that comfort, comfort children or attack children or do things to children, a lot of times they do put their parents in it. I kill your mama. I kill your daddy if you tell them. Right. So they don't want to tell you because they don't want you to die. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just their mind. They don't, they don't understand that their daddy could beat this person up or their daddy could shoot this person or do something to this. Mm -hmm. They just don't want their daddy to leave or their mama to leave them, period thinking it's their fault thinking it's their fault right so they will talk to a therapist oh i mean i, I think any outlet to express yourself and it doesn't have to really even be about speaking to somebody that you don't know or you do know tonight i mean right now it's the yeah. information age you can go online and, and you can read positive inspiration. Mm -hmm. You can pull up on YouTube positive inspiration. You can mm -hmm. come in to, you know, the West Side Misfits and listen in to get positive inspiration. Mm -hmm. so, right. so what I'm saying, I mean, you don't re really have to pay no copay to go and have no conversation. I really don't believe that. I mean, for to somebody that, that don't know you, if you don't have friends, you can find outlets. And that's the thing where we got to push, just making an awareness in our community. There's so many resources and outlets, but we always quick to, to serve for that profit instead of serving for service, service right you know we, we got to be more service oriented in our mindsets as opposed to being profit generated yeah. you know the, the profit moves it but if we become more service oriented you, you you'll start thinking about other ways to be creative where you can target an audience and where you go in and actually speak to them where they can receive what they're what they're saying and not feel like they're getting beat up all the time where it's right. not a where it's not an end game it's not a dollar symbol behind it mm -hmm. you know that's at this true. point and that's kind of how why i felt like uh, i've been on the sideline for a while i'm gonna tell you and Mooley and a lot of my friends they you know been asking me to be involved but i had other personal things that i was dealing with in my own life and in my own house that I felt like I had to get that in order before I could provide, you know, feed mm -hmm. or meat to the to, to the streets or just anybody in general. Mm -hmm. But That's I true. but I definitely believe, you know, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just like a doctor. I tell you the same thing. We go to doctors when we feeling ill. Mm -hmm. It can be, they ask us, what's your rating? Is it from one to 10? Mm -hmm. right. You know, you can have a conversation with somebody. Mm -hmm. What's your rating? How you feeling? That's true. Come in on some of these podcasts and chop it up. Have mm -hmm. a conversation. But mm -hmm. some people feel like, especially in our community, feel like uh, going to counseling or talking to somebody about your problems is weak. That yeah, you're supposed it, it to mean, be able you're to mean you're weak. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you're supposed to be able to 
you know what I'm saying, overcome whatever's bothering you. Well, I, I, I think, I think too, the media drives those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. And when, when they drive those kinds of, of messages, it just creates conflict and confusion in the community. Right. It ain't really about them about them feeling weak. It's just that right. you done told me this for 30, 40 years, it's so now I'm going to receive that. Right. Yeah, because you, know if you think about it, you, like, say, for instance, if you, tell your something, if you tell yourself something long enough, you start to believe it, right? Yeah. So that's why sometimes when you know a person, when you know a person and, and you kind of see that what they're saying, them, you know that's not related to how they are. It's kind of right. like, Okay, what happened? But it's the sense of the more you don't tell yourself this, now it's a part of who you are. You start it's power it. in the tongue. Mm-hmm. It's power that's, in the tongue. Yeah, and I that's why you have to that. be extremely careful. Yeah, that's why, like, people, like, I always tell my children, that like, one time one of my kids was like, man, I hate you. I hope you feel the C-O-C-T. <laughs> so the other one. What? So I'm like. First of all, yeah, the, the te- yeah, like I was like, first of all, you can't use hate in here. Right. You ain't never heard nobody say they hate them, yeah. and you definitely don't wish that your sister don't pass the CRCT knowing y'all asses need each other in the same grade next year. And my mom was like, Donna, first of all, I'm gonna need you to get your children together because why? Uh, what kind of drone is that? I was like, Mama, look, they a lot of touch. Right. She was like, Who wished that they they Sister failed to see our CT. I said, I don't know where that came from. But the whole point of the matter is, you cannot say that. She was like, okay. Yeah. And I'm like, exactly, because that was only like, what, nine or ten? So I started them off early. Time. Yeah, they've so been studying for two years. Yeah, so she like, I hope you fail. Right, all this right. Well, I mean, think, yeah. think, about it. think about it in your relationships or in your business. Right, right. You yeah. stuff with a person, anything come oh, out. Anything you can't, you cannot. Let me tell you something. You, because people will, you will always remember how a person make you feel. And I always take that into consideration. Like, me and my brothers don't have to agree on everything. But as far as being respectful and expressing ourselves like, no, I don't agree with that. Like, it it doesn't, I still respect how they feel. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't see it. What do you mean, like, fall out? I don't think y'all fell out. I know. No, like, yeah, like, we... I don't know. He got but, mad at me one time. I, I wore past his new drawers. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, he was heated. <laughs> he wanted to kill me. I think that was a look, but this is the thing. We don't never see Jasper upset or angry. Yeah. I don't know if he even I think he probably do get upset and angry. I don't just not with us. I don't know. He wanted to kill me by the But drawers. yeah, but that one time when he wore his brand new underwear, he was My so God. mad, he was like, that's disrespectful. Like And he had been saving him. Yes. Hey. I understand the pain. I'll buy some new underwear and I'll say, I put them in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> in the corner. And, and look at them like, yeah, well, I break them things out right there. Yeah. Hey, look, I, I almost got away with it. I would have got away with it. But I almost forgot I had them on. And they took my damn pants off. And then they oh, keep looking at me like this. Oh, it's yeah. a man in my drawers. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And it's like, oh, my God. yeah, but like we don't, we don't, I think it's because of how much respect we have for each other, seriously. Because even with my friends, though, there are certain things that I, I respect how my friends feel. Like I do, I really do. Even in relationships, I respect how my mate feel. Like, 
so there's certain things I'm gonna stay away from. I'm not like I just I don't know. It's just certain things that I'm that I'm gonna stay away from. That's the only thing with um with the I don't I don't really attract that in men. Mm -hmm. It's so weird because like <laughs> I remember I dated somebody one time, and they used to have temper tantrums. Yes. But like they would text, man. yes, a grown man <laughs> would text like eighty texts, but all of them was so crazy. I'd be like, oh hell no, like this ain't gonna work. But so I had to learn how to let him down easy. Like, bro, I'm not finna deal with you, but I couldn't say it like that, of course, because right, you right. know I, I ain't really want to come back. Yeah, let him down easy. Said, look here, my uncle Gary taught me long time ago. You have to. Let them down easy, Pookie guy. <laughs> All of that roughness, don't do that. So, yeah, but I was just, I think back to him. Right. Even now, I can talk to him. Like, we'll be on social media together. But he'll tell you, he'll be like, man, like, you really for real taught me how, like, I just can't say that. Because I was like, dude, are you serious? <laughs> like, I mean, I promise you, if I still had those text messages, y'all would be like, don't know what you do to him. I could have easily just Please said. Don't say no text message. No. no um, <laughs> I would just be like, no, I'm not. Um, no, nah, we can't go out tonight. I got work early in the morning, or you know, I'm doing something with the kids. And I guess he didn't know how to accept. No, I don't really know how they go. Well, well, it was a problem of you probably said yes earlier, and then now you saying no, and he's like, what the fuck? What you got going on? That you got? You change your mind? What nigga you going to see? I know you got something going on. <laughs> but I think that's flaky. Yeah, <laughs> you do that too, Allah. Do that, but I'll yeah. let me tell you something yeah. about me. Yeah. I'm already gonna. I'm when I start thinking about stuff, and that's why I have to go talk to people and write stuff in my journal. Cause I start thinking about stuff. Yeah. And, you know, and I, it'll it'll take me it'll take me a Down few a hours to rule my hole, day. Yeah. Like, really? like a whole back avenue. And then once I start thinking about mm. it, and I start thinking about it, and I start thinking about it, and I start coming up with my own scenarios. Yeah. And then if I ask you about it, and then you don't say nothing or don't clarify a little bit. I already came up with my decision. I said, okay, this is a bunch of bullshit right here. Well, loud. And, I, and by that time, it's too late. I, I already went down the rabbit let me, hole. Let me tell you. I'm just telling you the truth. So you, so, so you just like this guy? But no, but I won't send you no texts about the shit. What I'm going to sit do? there and stew about it, and I'm going to think about it, and I'm going to think about but it. But eventually you're going to say something? No, not really. Well, see, let me tell you. What? That's That's the good thing, though. Being able to self-evaluate right. yourself I know and realize right. the weaknesses in your strength. You in That's right. You, you got people out here moving. You got minute. people out here really moving that no, don't have, have the have ability to self-evaluate. Oh, That's I know true. that I'll do it. I know that I will. I'll start thinking about some shit, and I'll be like, why that motherfucker say that? And then I'll be like, well, three weeks ago, they said such and such. Oh, that's why they said that. See, that's, man, yeah, let that's the line. Let me tell you something. You just <laughs> like that guy. And to this, <laughs> like, he for real be thanking me, though, because, like, he, 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 he in a relationship now. Mm -hmm. And he, but for real, like, he'll just hit me up and be like, man, I appreciate you because, you know, this happened or that happened. And I be laughing because I always feel like any, any man that I date, I always make them battle for somebody else. But and I know, don't have no problem with but that. But you know, the funny thing about me is I wasn't really like that until I was married. But once I got married and started, when I when I got married, when I was married for those twenty five years, I didn't I wasn't think, I didn't think none of that. I didn't think that way at all. I was like everything was rosy, good, whatever, whatever. 
That was after. It was during when marriage, once I found out that she was cheating on me with several people, that I started saying, well, maybe I needed to start thinking about this stuff a little bit more than just not going with what somebody tell me. Because mm. I'm thinking they love me, I love them. That's they messed not up. They're not going to fuck with me like that. So, took it for granted. Right, I just took it for granted. You get what I'm saying? Mm. So I started saying, well, maybe I should have thought about what was said to me earlier. Maybe I should have listened to what they said when they when her and her girlfriend were talking about stuff or this and that. And I wasn't doing that. So I you let just her like, change who you were. Well, it wasn't a fact of changing who I was. It was the fact that I needed to be more aware of my surroundings and who I'm dealing with. If a person, if a person is, if I'm seeing, I, like you always say, there's always signs. I never saw the signs. So now that I knew that I didn't see the signs Because before, you're in love. Now, now you're, you're exactly, but that's the thing. That's why I said she changed who you were because if you're looking for something, you're going to find it. No, no, no. Listen. No, no, no. He's more, uh, no, 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 no. He's saying he's more aware of, of different things. What, what was going on now because I wasn't aware. And, and I get what you're saying. You have to be aware of it. Yeah. You have to be aware of it. You have to be aware of the fact that you can't be okay, so in love with so, a person that you don't think that they're going to do something to hurt you. So, but this is this is this is the thing right here. All I was thinking about was I love her. I know I ain't gonna do nothing to hurt her. So I know for a fact she loved me. She ain't gonna do nothing to hurt me. I took that part for granted. You just saying you you thought you knew her better than you did, right? I you know what I'm saying I was thinking well we together everything we do is together. We built each you know we went to school college. I paid for her college. We we did everything together as a band group or duo. So I'm not thinking to look for any signs because. Who gonna do it better than I do it? Who gonna make sure you good like I make sure you good? Who gonna make sure she she good? I'm good like she, like she do. You know what I'm saying? But at the same, so my thing was I wasn't visualizing or expecting or even looking or even, didn't even care about any of that stuff because I just knew for a fact. But you how still shouldn't. But now you saying, but I changed because I do now. But that's my I whole expect point. The, I, now, let me just put it this way. Instead of not expecting the bullshit, I expect the bullshit. And when it happens, I'm, a, I'm, I'm more prepared for it. When it doesn't, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I expect but the bullshit. I wasn't expecting nothing. I wasn't expecting but anything. But if you think about it, you think about it, you put people at a disadvantage who trying to, um, that are genuine people, that's trying to deal with you. And not necessarily. Yes, you do. So. Let, let me tell, let me tell you, you why, though. Let me tell you why. Just by you being more aware, it, it, it's like it's like something happened to you one time, but before it happened to you that first time, you were never looking for it. But see, after it happened to you one time, so now you realize it was signs that happened before that you just kind of let slide. Or so didn't even didn't even and you weren't aware of. They, because they, because they weren't signs. Okay, so okay, so let me give you an example. Yeah, live and learn. I, I, I understand because I do. I understand what you're saying. But what I'm saying is it, it kind of builds a wall, right? So you're expecting for something to happen. So the smallest thing that a person do, mm. you're okay with it because you, you expected them to be some bullshit anyway. But that's unfair to them because you can't expect for somebody to know what you're how's expecting. It like it's kind of it's kind of weird. How is it unfair to them if I expect bullshit and they do some bullshit? Well, I think it's like you're going because into they doing it, it anyway. But you're going into it with a negative mindset. That's not, what I'm not saying. Not necessarily. I'm going into it with a more aware outlook. 
Well, you can be more aware because you, you got you got an example. You had a living yeah. example right. for twenty five years, right. and at the end of a that, you example. took a test. You basically took a test, right. and do, throughout that test of twenty five years, you had some A's in there. Right. But toward the end of that twenty four, twenty fifth, you you was failing. <laughs> yeah. So that that's an example. But that's, you, that's but, you get, but you get right. what you expect, though. See, that's what I'm, that's the only thing I'm but saying. I like, know that's not true because I was expecting the best. I was right. expecting the most wonderful right. things right. in America and the world could offer, but I did not get that. So that's what I'm saying. You now, now, okay, so it's kind of like, you. okay, have you ever heard of um, putting things out into the universe yes. and manifesting, right? I get that. And I was putting so, out the most wonderfulest things ever. Guess what, though? But even, <laughs> even I understand what you're She's saying. saying. continue being you. Continue and don't being let her that change person who you are as a person. That's continuously pushing. I don't think I'm changed as a person as far as who I am when I'm with somebody and what I'm going to do and do. All, all I'm saying is. I'm I'm a little bit more aware of my surroundings. You get what I'm saying? I'm a little bit more aware that I he just ain't, he just ain't finna get hit with that bullshit I just can't no more. Expect people to let me tell you like this. I can't expect people to treat me like I would treat them. Mm. I can't expect people to be me. You cannot. You get, you get what I'm saying? You cannot. But I expected that before. I can't. Oh, you know okay, yeah. If I'm doing this. Yeah, then you, they gonna do this. If I'm treating do, them like this, they gonna treat me like this. I can't no, I, expect. Exactly. I never And knew. I can believe that, but let me tell and you I something. And I wasn't looking for it. But, but even through that experience, though, you have to think about what you got out of it. Right. It, it, and and I'll be honest with you because a lot of times we can't, like it's all about, sometimes it's all about perception. Yeah, it didn't work, you know, it, and it, it wasn't you, though. Right. So even. Oh, I'm the Whatever, whatever. But I'm just saying though, because you know sometimes we start discounting ourselves when the other person don't value us or don't see what we feel like they should see. We'll start devaluing ourselves, and then we'll start. Okay, I could have did this different. Yes, gonna always be a way that you could have done something different. But nah, you I, you I, can't. I, I think I did everything right. And <laughs> whatever. <laughs> But I think pe people got to feel failing anyway. Right, right. I think you people never just got to feel failing. You never mm -hmm. want to fail at something that you're putting your all into. Yeah. Yep. And I was putting my all into that relationship, so it wasn't like it was ever. Let me I tell you, it was it but was you never. But you were supposed a, a, to, like it exactly. was your marriage. And I would do that if another marriage. You get what I'm saying? I would do that. And it's not like my next marriage. If I get married to somebody else, I'm gonna give them any less of what I gave that person. Good. The point I'm trying to make is, I can't expect my new wife or whoever I marry in the future to be me. Mm. Yeah. I can't expect him to do as I would do. I can't mm -hmm. expect right. him, like, if somebody wants to, if they want to go and do something and do whatever they want to do and I wouldn't do certain things, I can't expect them to do right. that because they're not me. What, and you're, you're absolutely right. That's why. Even that's, if it's disrespectful to me, yeah. I still can't but expect still can't. him to do it. Okay, mm. so it's kind because it's kind of like you're right about that because the thing about it is that's why you have to do things from the heart. And the main reason you do, because you don't, if it doesn't go the way you feel it should go, then you know you did what you were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. You ain't got anything to do with what what happened. Like mm -hmm. it's I did what I did what I felt was From the best the thing to do. Yeah. So that's just like when you just say for instance when you um that's it's kind of how you buy a person a gift. Mm -hmm. You buy them a gift and went for their birthday, and then for your birthday they don't even tell you happy birthday. Right. Mm. And it's like. Damn, I bought them a whole gift. They ain't even gonna acknowledge my birthday. <laughs> but in actuality, I'll be honest with you, you couldn't expect for them to tell you happy birthday just because you bought them a gift because you did that. Right. They ain't asked you to. Right, right. 
You know, so I could get. You don't even know if they know when your birthday. Right. That's exactly. That's a good example. I can't expect. Like if I would go out and do something that I know that would hurt their feelings and not, I won't do it. But I can't expect them to do that because they're not me. Right. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that I expect the bullshit. All I expect them. All I know now is that I can't expect me out of the person that I'm with. I, 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 gotta let I them absolutely do them agree with and that. Just now. let it go on, and if, if it don't work out, kick rocks. Somebody else. Will, you know what I'm saying? Respect, respect me a little bit yeah. more. Yeah. So, and if that so person Mike, don't kick rocks too. How long have <laughs> how, how long have you been married? Seventeen years. Wow, wow. it's been that long. Been that long. <laughs> well, yeah, time don't play. That's right. <laughs> so then, oh my goodness, man. And I was gonna add on it. You know, it's just about like you went through a, a period and you thought out of loyalty and just that it wouldn't happen. Exactly. Because we oftentimes we we we. We want to believe that everybody was raised how we was raised. Right. We want to be everybody got the same, mar- you know, morals and yeah. morals and culture and values and beliefs <laughs> as we have. And, and we don't. We don't. Right. People that we love don't think like we think. Right. So right. you got to right. come to a common ground oftentimes to compromise. Right. And, and, in that, right. and, and in compromising, you get to really evaluate your partner. Mm-hmm. Or your friend, yeah. mm-hmm. or that person you're working with. Mm-hmm. You know, it don't happen. You know, in the beginning, everything is picking fences and roses. Right. You know what I'm right. Everything is real Listen, sweet. Yeah. We're having fun. Right. We go out and kick right. it. Or when you sit down and chop it and have those real heart to heart conversations, you get to learn about a person's values, their beliefs, right. what they feel about family, right. what they feel about race, mm-hmm. what you right. feel about manhood, what you feel about womanhood, you know, what yeah. you feel about kids. Mm-hmm. People ain't talking about that before they say, I do. And right. that, so, and, and, and that's the disconnect. It that, happens on the back end. Mm-hmm. And you that, be discussing that stuff gap needs to be bridged. And that's why I, I that's why I believe in marriage counseling. Because I honestly believe during counseling, those are some of the things that will come up. Even you know, just if, even if it's only for a few sessions, those are some of the things that you want to um you want to address. Let me tell you something. In the, the way that the climate is now, it is probably really, really hard on into you know, with couples that are like interracial couples like right. at this point because you think about it you attracted i'm I'm a, I'm a black woman i attracted this black man uh, this white man i don't know what i really did to attract him but it felt good it felt like it was okay mm-hmm. and now that we're in the climate of where we are now we've been married what i'll just say we've been i'll just say 10 years we've been married 10 years and race ain't never even really came up right it ain't never really paid, you know, it's never really made the forefront for our marriage because guess what? I attracted him. He liked me. It didn't matter. But now it's having to be discussed. So now, yeah, and exactly. You got, you, you, you got a lot of people who really, it goes back again, thinking that everybody grew up the same way. Right. You know, because we grew up on the west side of Atlanta, and that's all we saw was us. We don't know how they grew up, you know, in Buford mm-hmm. or in Buckhead. Where mm-hmm. they had a little bit more diversity. Right. Where you sat next to, you, you sit, you sat in class next to, to, you know, somebody that was of a different color than you. Right. And what you got saying. now is our kids out there in high school and grade school, mm-hmm. where they totally disconnected to what's going on. Right. They're like, my best friend is white. Right. My best friend is black. So how are you telling me all this? So now they're going back. Looking at mom and grandma, like, y'all been making stuff up? Right. Y'all been lying to me? Like, it's a disconnect because you're trying to define something that they never had to really talk about. And many times, oftentimes, if you think about even outside of just, you know, 
we're in Atlanta, but you think about other places, uh, Texas or mm -hmm. Boston or other places mm -hmm. where you grew up and it was a lot of whites and blacks going to school together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we, we'll question them on why they're interracially, why they interracially fell in love with each other right. because we can't relate. Right. We can't we can't relate to no experiences let, let that me, them folks didn't have. Mm -hmm. Hey, mm -hmm. everybody on Facebook, tune in. What's up, everybody? Hey, family. We ain't we ain't. Hey y'all. We, we have not. We ain't we ain't uh have not been looking at the comments. My name show. What's up, bro? Happy Father's Day to you. That's um, right. Um, Happy Father's Day, everyone. Gino Lake. Happy Father's Day. I don't know if that's yeah, a guy. Yeah, that's, that's a guy. Happy Father's Day to you too, bro. Everybody tune in. We just not reading the comments. We apologize. Target to our head, not our heart. Right. <laughs> we're, look, we're having us a, a very engaging conversation, and I love when we have shows like this because it allows people to kind of get to know, um, you know, just kind of get to know us and get to know our character. Mm -hmm. And when it, like we was talking about with the with the um, interracial marriages, right? Mm -hmm. So... That I mean, like in Atlanta, like growing up, we we we, we, we get it, confused. We grew up in this utopia that we thought everything was just like because we went to school with all black people. That's we it. had mostly all black teachers, or, yeah. you know. So we didn't. We we just dealt with stuff around here. So we never, and we used to wonder like how kids up in Gwinnett and different places like cause we we never deal with that. Right. So we never had to deal with that. And we so, did that in Chicago. Yeah. I mean, we had a little. I didn't see any diversity difference from. In my neighborhood, until I went to high school, because in Chicago you could go to any high school you wanted to. You just had to get there, as long as it was in the city. Oh, okay, as long as so, it was in the city. Like, so I went to a high school in Ravenswood, which I took the bus to, where it was Indian, white, uh, Spanish, Latino. Well, it was a whole smorgasbord of students in within that school. Mm. So Lane Tech was it within that school. So I went to Lane Tech, which was, uh, I mean, I mean, it was real diverse because Lane Tech was like. Chinese kids, mm -hmm. everybody was there. Right. So I didn't see that diversity till I went to school, to high school. But doing grammar school and well, grammar school was all one because we went from kindergarten to eighth grade in one school in Chicago. So we didn't go to no middle school. So we, it was, we didn't. It was we, all yeah, we didn't. Yeah, I, we didn't go to middle school. But you think about it. You think about how it is for social media. So today, I so like with with the generation today, they have social media. It's hard for a lot of the white kids to be racist because a lot of their favorite people are black. Right. So right. it's hard it's for hard. them to just kind of be like, I hate them because they're black. Like it, it, it's a like, different kind though. Like, like it's, it's a different, put it like this, like certain things, like I don't think a lot of white parents are put it like this. They, it's certain way they handle certain situations that show their kids who they are. Or, or, or certain statements. You don't necessarily have to tell your kids to look down on somebody else for being another race, but they watch how you interact with other races and say certain things. You get what I'm saying? But, like, but the older they get, this is what I'm saying. With, with yeah, social media, with, bridge, with social media being as popular and as um, like a part of so many children's lives now, it's hard for them to see or deal with their parents being mean or saying something disrespectful mm -hmm. to somebody that look like their favorite people only because of their skin color. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Mom, do you know them? And your mom says no. Then it's like, well, hey, you say that for them. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like, okay, now they're taking notes. 
Yeah. Because social media is bridging these gaps, and that's why now you can see so many videos on yeah. social media where the the a lot of the white kids are like, okay, we're part of the generation that's gonna stop. A lot of them are realizing that their parents don't know shit. Yeah, right. or their yeah. parents are confused. Uh, right. mm-hmm. Like that one girl was on there. She was just like, I I just figured out my goddamn parents are. Uh, Morons, like what in the hell is going on? It's happening. It's yeah. happening. But but that's that's what they breaking down right now. Yeah. And what's hurting the parents and the grandparents is that they feel like the mask is off. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They, and they feel like they can ride that way for so long. Mm-hmm. But we can't even, you know, we gotta even look at it our own communities. Mm-hmm. Our own communities and our grandparents and great grandparents were so you know, so hurt and tarnished because of the stuff that they dealt with. That's and right. they had some rage in them, too. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I don't fool with them. Right. No, y'all can't go over there because they ain't going to treat you right. Right. See, they, the, see, this is the thing. They didn't want, let me tell you. So they had been discriminated. I feel like with the with our older generation, they had been discriminated and made to feel so bad about certain stuff. They didn't want us to feel that, right? right? They didn't want us to feel that pain. So they just like, don't even go over there. Don't even do it. Don't even, don't go there. Like, instead of, like, schooling us, letting us know certain stuff. It was just, you can't do it. Because, you know, we didn't question our grandparents and stuff. It right. was like, shit, grandma you, said we, we couldn't do it. Them. Right. So we didn't do it. Right. I just, out of respect, we just didn't do it. Right. But where our where those generations kind of failed us at was not really letting us know some of the stuff that they'd endured. Like, a lot of that stuff I know for them was embarrassing, you know, and it was like, just know it happened, you know, and, and just... I just don't want y'all to ever feel like that, so just disregard it altogether. But I feel like if a lot of our older generation had just kind of told us some stuff, that it would have it would have made us a little bit different and more compassionate too towards some of the things that they that they were lacking or that they needed. Right. And we're thinking they're being mean, but it wasn't that. Right. It was just that they've gone through so much. It's kind of like they were being protected. They were being yeah, they were being protected. protected. So it's it's so it, it gets. It gets down to the generations. These new generations now, like like I was telling them, like they're not coming in peace. They're trying to understand what's really going on. So they're going to ask us those uncomfortable questions. They want some real answers, and it's going to be up to us. To make give sure it to them, right. to make and, sure that they're aware. And 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 unfortunately, we unfortunately we we at a point and a time where we do have to sit them down and have those uncomfortable conversation yes. that even our parents didn't right. and hope that we get it at this point because you you, you said it right you know you, you said that they're, they're coming and, and and they're pissed off yeah but oftentimes it, it's, it's because of a disconnect right you know and what we need is to have a conversation with them to provide like different prerequisites for them absolutely because you we've always had activists That's you know true. but even with those activists who've been out there for years it come to time where they got to pass that torch oh, but yeah. they got to write a blueprint for the new generation but that's the part we're having a disconnect with right, mike right so like i've been saying this and i know some people just be like don't know why like the term limits what, what are we going to do Senate, about the term limits? Because we got we have senators and and people representing us. That's been there, for that's been there forever. Well, what there part right of it has been... They died. Right. They well, died. Well, we don't want them to have I mean, to die. But, but, but right now, I, I, I'll definitely say, y'all, the needle, the, the, the needle is definitely moving. Because, okay. I mean, again, if we think about how it was established and created, right. everything got an end game. 
You know, whatever we do on the front end, we thinking about, we forecasting what's going to happen on the back end. Absolutely. So when they put these processes and systems and legislations and stuff in place, they were basically saying, this is how we want to go forever. Mm-hmm. They weren't thinking about growth and development. They right. weren't thinking about change. Right. They don't want change. They winning. Um, my son, my name show said that, um, going back to interracial couples, he said, mm-hmm. if it's, if it's, if it's an inter- interracial couple, you have to understand that both these people are honestly open to other cultures and look at the at people as people. Right. He said he has dated, he said he loves his chocolate girlfriend, but have honestly dated white, Native American, Latino, and Asian. And then Alicia Gilliam says we bet back then we better not have opened our mouth. We weren't allowed to question their authority, meaning right. our parents and what mm-hmm. they told right. us about Out of respect, certain things we just and people. Didn't. Right, mm-hmm. right. So I just so, want to throw those. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, well, what basically, like, like she said, like when you can see past somebody's color, which most times I'll be honest with you, but b- black people can though. Like that's something we specialize hey. in, I think, because we don't, we don't really be true. We went to Walmart today. When you ask today. God to send you a wife or a husband, you don't. This beat lady somebody. walked past Make sure they black. in the Walmart, right? We went to Walmart today. Lady walked past us in Walmart, and she stopped. She said, "Do you got some cocoa?" Uh, no, coconuts oil on or something. And she not thinking that. She like, no, nah, I don't. And, and, you know, went on by her. And I said, what the hell she mean by that? She trying to say she smelled coconut oil and there must be some niggas in his eye. So they must got coconut oil because you know they like all that shea butter and coconut, and coconut, coconut butter and shit on them. Is that what she trying to say? And she like, no, that's not. I smell it too. I said, no, she missed something. She, she just had to stop and ask us if we had coconut oil. Not coconut oil. But no, it gets even weirder. We're in the store. Listen, yesterday. And she no. probably didn't mean nothing about it, but I went straight hey, to that. Hey. Right. That, that baby didn't mean nothing by but you hey, have but, but I went straight to it. We defensive like that. Right, now we're we really are because we, we're we are we're all, sensitive right. because we're man. finding out so much yeah. stuff and it's like dang let me tell you something, like we often say like we're in a generation where we're raising our children and kind of learning all at the same time. Mm-hmm. This is one of the first generations that are able to do that. Like, we listen to some of their music. We're, we're wearing some of the clothes that they wear. Like, we're the first generation to really be able to to do that. And I say that because I, can, I, would, I don't even ever remember going to my mama's closet and getting nothing. That being like, this is so cool, let me wear it. Like, and my kids can come to mama's my closet, and I'm like, well, I bought, I buy you one. And they're like, no, nah, we'll just wear yours. So, like, I know that our generation is setting the bar for so much when it comes to, you know, parents and when it comes to bridging the gaps with our kids. So we hold a different kind of responsibility whether we whether we want to or not. And right. see, I say swag didn't start with them either. It started with us. Right, right. It's, easy, it's easy to transition right. into that. No, thing seriously, like that. that is that is right. So that's what I'm saying. So different, Mike. Yeah, yeah. So we we're the swag ones, started a long time ago. So we're the ones that's bridging this gap. So we hold a huge responsibility as far as like even with careers and um developing them to just become yeah. who they want to become right. like you if i don't know i know we we all like we never wanted to disappoint our parents right mm-hmm. there's just something we just never wanted to do and with our generation we don't want our kids to disappoint us but we also know the importance of letting them move how they need to move mm-hmm. in order for them to 
be at their peak, you right. know, in order for them to get it, to get what they, what, yeah, so, we, so that's what I'm saying, like, with our generation, man, we hold a lot of responsibility, if you're anywhere between the age of, I'll just say 40 and 50, like, how you parent, how you moving is very important, how you develop your children, mm -hmm. what you're saying to them, all of that stuff is going to be really, really important, and we have to take heed to it, because, believe it or not, a lot of times, those disconnects start at home. Mm -hmm. A lot mm -hmm. of people are not being a parent. They're trying to be a friend. Mm -hmm. And that is a problem. Well, what, what, what happens is, because I can honestly say that, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Now, my children aren't my friends, but I am their friend. Right. If that, that makes sense to you, like, it's some stuff I wouldn't share with my children because it's like, hell no. But... I want them to feel comfortable you enough, you know. Stuff, but you don't tell him stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like he tells. What? That's the that's, that's exactly. It's the same. And it's, I think it should be like that. Yeah. So just like an example, you know, no, yeah, yeah, I definitely no. He ain't finna the damn sure not finna drink a beer, and he thirty and be like, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking a beer. He ain't gonna do that. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say. Yeah, that's true. Well, and 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 you know, what what happens is is when we see certain things, our people out there moving certain ways, we know they got it from their parents. Mm -hmm. You know, and not to really knock their parents. You know, no, we, we are who we are. Like I tell people all the time, a lot of our generation was really the ones to be either some of the ones to either attempt to attempt college. Or even, or even graduate from college. Mm -hmm. So at that point, we got somewhat of a blueprint that our parents probably wasn't able to set for us. Right. You know, they didn't have them conversations with us about really, you know, you gonna, you should go be a doctor, a lawyer, right. a judge, mm -hmm. or a mayor, or a president, or do some of that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's Those conversations are happening with us because they're seeing it now. Right. They're seeing certain, certain things where you have uh, different people at school even coming to school where they're like legacy. Right. You know, they come mm -hmm. to the Morehouse, the Spelman, mm -hmm. because their, their father, their mother, right. their grandfather, mm -hmm. different people went there. But there's still a, a group of people who were first generation to these places. Right. Right. So they didn't have that blueprint written for them. So once they graduated and walked, walked across that stage, they had a job waiting on them. Right. They didn't right. have an interview for no jobs. Right. Right. They didn't have to really learn how to talk and articulate to people because they had a play already ready for right. them. Right. Some people actually got had to go out there and grind and hustle and really learn to play right. themselves. Right. They were on the job training. So yeah. they took a couple L's. They right. took some F's. Right. They took some D's. Yeah. So by the time they you know got up in their career, you know, it might have been five, six, seven years later when other people was already set right because yeah. they was a part of that blueprint. Right. Mm. And I had that problem come out of college. I didn't have no legacy you know, on all that stuff. So I had to work other places. And I got a master's degree, uh, right. and a, a bachelor's degree in, in uh, psychology, and I'm having to go other places to work until I did find that one niche that I could continue to grow on. But Absolutely. I didn't have no job waiting on me when I got out of college. I yeah. didn't have no bills either, but I didn't have no jobs. I, I had kids and stuff, but it was just, I didn't have that legacy. I didn't have a, a, a father or grandfather who knew somebody that knew somebody right. that had a job mm -hmm. waiting on me when I got out of school. 
It didn't work that way. And a lot of kids nowadays don't have that. So they have to figure out mm -hmm. their way and their path of how they're going to get to where And they, they don't go. know it until they actually get until in they there. Get right. in they right. don't know that these kids got plays. Some of their best friends got right. plays being right. ran right. from. Right. Right. They never knew. They out there kicking it, wilding out, having right. a ball, but they all crossing that stage together. Right. But next thing you know, they done told you, yeah, I'm working at the firm. Right. I'm right. over here at the doctor's office. Mm -hmm. Right. You're like, well, damn, how you get your job? Right. Right. And then you feel like you ain't doing something right. You feel like you dropped. The ball somehow, right. but you really didn't. It's just that you got a different playbook. That's right. But see that, and that's another thing too when it comes to that's social how media and how people yeah. exactly white privilege. And that's how it was. That's why with social work. media you have that to be careful be with so many different things. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, you and you have to be careful because you see these people living a certain way. Oh, this is your visual. You see them doing this. You see them doing that. And you don't like you said. You don't know what playbook they're coming from. Right. Mm -hmm. So don't develop unrealistic ideas or unrealistic expectations for yourself looking at somebody else Instagram. because it, yeah it was social media period because what happen is you start to stuff start to come into your mind you're starting to feel a certain way it could cause you to have yeah question stuff am i doing it right am i doing it fast enough like what so that's why you have to be careful because everybody's road is going to be different right that's something we have to instill in our children. Mm -hmm. That that jealous that jealous spirit that uh, you know because this is the thing. It's I think it's okay to be envious of certain things, but as far as being jealous and develop hatred hatred towards a person for it, I don't think that's good. Right, right. Because then you start to uh, eventually. Then when you get to where you're going, people start doing you like that, and you see exactly what. What you know, what it mm -hmm. felt like, and it's not a good feeling. Right, goes back to treat people how you want to be treated. That's true. Treat That's people true. how you want to be treated. So when you develop these unrealistic ideas of how people live, and guess what? Don't worry about the Joneses again. <laughs> like you can't worry true. about the Joneses what they doing. But they say nobody, nobody. Your playbook is different. Yeah. Nobody yeah. posts their failures. Right. I got, I got one question. Absolutely. Let's switch it up just a little bit. What's did, up? Did anybody? Did I get a chance to take in the uh, Donald Trump um, thing last night? No. Nope. The, uh, the rally. No. The rally. All those empty, all those empty seats and stuff. But by the people, it was the biggest rally in America. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was so many it people controlling them, mm. ordering, ordering tickets to the uh, to the rally and didn't show up to the rally. Mm. That's why they had so many empty spots up in there. But I was trying to understand why would you want to hold a rally with like nineteen thousand people, like because twenty thousand people. Because the type of person you and need that you need to feel like. You are the he had like what six, six, seven staffers that had Corona. Had, had That's COVID. what I'm saying. Like uh. that was dangerous. I don't know. So with, so how does how does that work? Like, cause I know they say he was doing it on Juneteenth. Well, he, well, at first he was gonna do it on Juneteenth. Yeah. Definitely on purpose. Why would it? So I had some people um that was going against the grain on Juneteenth, right? I, I, yeah. So this, um, yeah, this guy uh, on my social media, he was like, just kind of discouraging people, and I was just like, why would you discourage somebody not to celebrate the one thing that kind of you know involves us or whatever? So he was like, well, I just don't feel like, um, you know, that's there's nothing to celebrate, and I was like, okay, but discouraging people not to celebrate when you celebrate everything else is just like. My whole thing, you have a choice to celebrate. Don't don't doubt. That's what I'm saying, but don't don't discourage somebody from that's just like I don't celebrate holidays, but do you think I'm walking around saying, Man, you need to stop celebrating Christmas? 
No, I'm you not going to discourage you from celebrating nothing. You got haters, and for some reason, people just decide to be a hater. Yeah, and to just really go against the grain. And, 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 and not saying that you got to be with everybody else, mm -hmm. but if you if you are indifferent about something, don't mean you got you to always speak on it. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to down it. Yeah. You know, like you, you share, sharing information. You got to agree to disagree. Or informing people on, like, say for instance, like I told him, I was like, giving information, like, um, this is what happened in 1865, whatever, whatever. That's different from you just outright just talking about y'all dummies. And I'm like, dude, you're being really And you know what I think you have to do, unfortunately, when you yeah. have people like that, you really have to disengage with conversation with them. Because yeah, I think the, 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 more we, the, the more we talk to them, and I mean, unfortunately, it's, it's just like about, you know, what we deal with politically. The more, right. the more we, we talk about people, the more airtime we give them, the more juices, they juices flow. Yeah. Again, we don't know what they end game is. Yeah. We don't know if they in it to antagonize or, or to, you know, just, 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 just create a riot. We don't know what their end game is for. That's because you true. got a lot of people who people go into these different, different orders. In, in, into these different worlds on Facebook or just social media or even at the top, top level that they have an end game and their end game can be to get you to be out of control, show oh, yeah. your emotions, show that you don't have no. You, you're not cool, calm, and collected. Right. So it's it's always an end game. He said he made Juneteenth famous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, to hear that is amazing, right. man. Yeah. yeah. To really hear that statement well, is amazing well, what because is, it shows how disconnected he, is. he really is, and, well, and his followers. Let me tell you. Well, well, you think? Well, how can I say this? So, like he mentioned it, which of course is something that. Um, had I don't think it had been done on a platform like that before. Have you ever heard anybody else mention Juneteenth? Not, not that I can remember. Yeah, that's what, and I feel like that's what he's trying to trying to take and run with it. Mm -hmm. Even though, why he, do you want credit for something that like? Because that it's it's a political time. Cloud I was chase. just about Cloud. saying it's time for cloud chase. It, but no, you no you you you've heard people talk about it, and you've heard we people have. talk about it in the community. But I'm saying at that level. It was just, I feel like, I mean, it was a, it was a wild statement Timing. to make, and 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 again, to to want to be the one to hold the trophy, that's when you gotta start thinking about people really internally. Right. You want to be the one to hold the trophy to right. make this statement on something that's been here forever. But that lets us know why he made it though. Yeah. So it kind of shows us what his motive was for even making the statement. Because in all honesty, I know for me, I haven't heard anyone say on a platform like a presidential he, platform and thing of that nature, but the timing He's trying is, to appeal to his blacks. Right, yeah. that's what I'm saying. His so the blacks. timing is, is definitely right for him to do that. Look at my blacks up there. Yeah. Look at my blacks. Right. So so the timing <laughs> is definitely right at this point, you know, for him to say something about it. But as far as him making it known, no, that's not what happened. Yeah, it was ridiculous. timing. Right. Like, it, hey, he got to appease the his black followers or black you know, support us some kind of way. And to be perfectly honest, most black people that support him don't care about you. Don't things. care about stuff like things. that. Mm -hmm. Like they don't. They like think it's, it's unnecessary. They yeah. Think a, and they, well, need, they well, think we need to I'm gonna say this. better. Yeah. They, I, 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 I'll say this. 
if they care, they won't let him know. Right. They won't make him aware. Right. Because again, you got people within his party who's been either who's been either fired, resigned, and you got people now coming back saying things that were you know not so good as, as it relates to performance. Right. Mm-hmm. So what, what's really happening at that at that point? I mean, it's just like all, any of us. We go to a job every day, and we know our boss. And our mind, and what we got going on, we not connecting. But if I know I got miles to feed, I'm not gonna do what, what it, I'm not gonna do something to take away from them babies' mouth. I got right, to feed. Right, right. You know, I'm, I'm gonna strategize this thing out and mm-hmm. play it. But when it's all for mess with, it. you know, right. and, and that, that that's what's happening. So even some of those people that are in his party mm-hmm. who will never say nothing now. Watch right. the number. The number gonna rise of people yeah. who will say, you know, different things. Trying to stop John Bolton's book right now. I can't wait for it to come well, out. He got yeah. that niece book coming out too. Oh yeah, yeah. His niece, you got a yes. lot of people who gonna start coming so out and probably saying some things about I mean, his performance. Oh, general was like he on his ass like. Yeah, like but but it don't. It, it, but that don't help when the media start targeting them. Right. Why you didn't say it then? Right. As right. if they never worked the politics of working we know that fox news gonna root it out the, oh yeah and yeah and, and that's because the one thing about it like i i don't i don't really look at um the media like that like i read articles but as far as like looking at the news and stuff like that i don't really do that anymore because of how things go on with media like mm-hmm. they drive certain things yeah. so hard yeah and it's like have a combination of don't feel like TV it's healthy and print and mm-hmm. internet news you have to you have to mix those three things together in order to find your truth within those you can't just watch one mm-hmm. you can't just watch one source of news it's, it's not possible you, you have gotta, to you have to mix them up you got to educate and empower yourself right right yeah, yeah, that's 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 you, you really do you, you know i mean and, and it, it's the same as as it relates to religion mm-hmm. you know, absolutely we, we want to you know we, we, we take our kids or you know our grandparents took us or however we got Mm. to become a part of of church or whatever mm. but even though that that person that's sitting up giving us that message we, we can always go back home and open up that book mm. and right. go in that passage and, and dissect it that's right and, you know and, and probe and fact find just go through that and say it does it does it really say what, what i just heard today mm-hmm. you know so but that's what we got to do more of. we right. got to really start empowering and educating ourselves right. so when we hear it out there on any platform we can go back and dissect Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and take notes. Like it's like we have these smartphones, man. Take notes. Don't you don't have to take anybody's word for anything. Right. Like if you it's don't. something that concerns you, take mm-hmm. notes on you really it. Don't. And you then for yourself, you go because that's and that's one of the best parts about technology. Like every, it's kind of readily there. It's it's there. It, like it, people are ignorant now. Choose to be ignorant. Exactly. Like if you if you if you choose if you choose to be uninformed now, mm-hmm. it's on you. Like one of the best sources of information it's a it's a on the internet is is from these colleges, certain colleges, they'll a lot of these kids who do doctor who goes over to their PhDs, uh-huh. they write thesis. So they'll write a thesis on a certain subject and a lot of times on the internet you could type in the subject you're looking for and you will actually find a thesis PDF that you can download for free. Mm. Oh wow. Okay. And those theses are done. When you do a thesis to get your PhD, you actually have to go and research they got to go back and it takes them like a month to grade your thesis. So you have really? to. Really? Yeah, because they, they have to check, re- check, fact check everything. Yeah, yeah. You, you have to and defend make sure it. it's not plagiarized, right. for one. Make sure it's not something that you've copied from someone else's book. And number two, they got to make sure that you research and got as many facts and, and, and truths as you can about that subject. Whatever you choose. If you choose to write down how Windows was made, 
they gonna take a month to grade that paper to see so a lot of theses are really researched very well because in order to get your phd you have to make sure you pass that that part if you don't pass that part you don't get no i don't care what your grades was up until that part mm -hmm. so a lot of theses are online a lot of mm -hmm. a lot of universities will, pu will pu uh, publish those theses online in pdf form so what, so, so, so people are using those or they just like using well, them for, I, as I, a reference I, I, i'll look at them and read them to research some stuff or to look up some stuff or to get a, a different point of view about certain things, but they are free information. Mm -hmm. and, and and it goes back to what we were talking oh, about mm -hmm. early in the conversation. Mm -hmm. It's the information age. Oh, yeah. It's right. really out there. Definitely. But but we such we live in such a microwave society mm -hmm. that we, we in a rush to get that answer. Oh, right. Yeah. We, we want the changes. If, if something pop off tonight, we, we want, want to change it tomorrow, tomorrow yeah. right. at, at 11 o'clock. And that's not realistic. Mm -hmm. at not all. at all. And you don't, you wouldn't even want the reactions to be so fast. I wouldn't anyway because sometimes we miss certain things and then we have to recant, have to go back, mm -hmm. have to reevaluate stuff and then issue out apologies and issue out, you know, it's just, it, it makes it, when you're it's trying to. clean the process. Yeah, it, yeah, it's just, it's not right. And at this point in our lives, I feel like, even even if you just make a statement and say, in a few days, you know, I'll come back, you know, just let them know that you're concerned. Mm -hmm. This is what's going on. I understand what's going on. But give me a few days. Mm -hmm. I'd rather that than for our leaders or, you know, to, to make these rash decisions and then have to come back a few days later and have to kind of like, change it or because you, 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 there is a cause and effect exactly. on it exactly it's a cause and effect and it's and it's gonna hurt somebody in the long run mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's so it, it's like atlanta now because you know like when people come to atlanta it's the um the land of opportunities always been thought of as um as the land of opportunity and i'm just gonna touch on this because well it, it's when it comes down to um, pretty much, we are, we well, we all know that it's a tale of two cities, right. and I always talk about it being a tale of two cities. Must be two sides. I'm because <laughs> no, Because with us, it's just kind of weird how it works. Because we're on we're we're on both sides to a certain extent. With it our is. dad being a part of APD, and with our mom being, you know, in the social work world, so we kind of can kind of see things that a lot of people that's on either one of these sides like it, it's very piece it to piece it together yeah. yeah so like when we when we look at the um the officers that are calling out now that are um you know don't want to be a part of what's going on because our lead they felt like our leadership kind of failed them yeah. they felt different ways about it it, it puts puts us in a mental state of being a citizen of Atlanta not being a good idea, right? Right. Listen, my, my, I, my whole thing is them people calling out and don't want to be cops no more because you're not allowed to kill people no more. Like, I, I, I'm not no, understanding. I, 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 I understand the morale being low and people feeling like the, the, the leadership has failed them, but some well, stands have, have to be taken against shooting folks and killing people but I think the delivery of even if they're guilty. Let me tell you, even I think the delivery of how they're getting what they're getting, mm -hmm. I think that makes a difference. So say for instance, um you're a police officer, mm -hmm. right? Just just say you're a police officer and the very first time that you hear something is um from a live conference. Mm -hmm. 
that's the problem. Because, and I think that's, yeah. that's kind of like where they are. Because you think about it. It's like, why am I hearing this when everybody else is hearing this? Like, hell no, that ain't really, that's, that's not really how they it goes. They were put not, in the unique position, though, of, of trying to make a decision quick. Perfect example perfect of decision. being quick. That's that, let's go back to being quick. My example of being quick. When, when you're when you're in leadership, right? It's okay. Like like to me, as a citizen of the city, it's okay for leadership to be like, look, it's a lot for me as well as it is for you all, but I am working. So like, let me let me do what I need to do instead of abruptly making a decision and making the people that work for you feel like you don't care. Like that's the last thing you want them to do because they're the ones who have to protect you. Let me ask you a question. So you think the city jump took too quick of a conclusion of prosecuting these guys? No, I think that this, that the firing the, was too quick. No, no, no. I think that the police officers um, needed needed to have special attention. Amongst themselves and our leadership before leadership announced, announced it to okay. to us. So you think that that they should they did a better job of talking to the officers? Absolutely, before I don't. Before they present that to the yes, public. I don't okay. think I don't think that the officers because because you got to think about it, it's hard working for somebody that you don't trust. You know, mm -hmm. it's hard working for somebody that you don't feel like will go to bat for you, right? Mm -hmm. So what? My whole thing: quit, quit shooting people, quit quit shooting folks. Unarmed folks. Well, we get black that. Black folks. We we get that, but but what I'm saying is like, cause I'm told, like I'm, I want it to be fair, and I for, around the board, like I want that. But what I'm saying is, sometimes you have to do things a little bit different to get the kind of results that you want. Now these police officers, I feel like know that something has to change, right? Oh, it got. They change. feel like something has to change, but it's. It's how you set them up for it. And let, let me speak. I, I think, um, you know, we really at just an unfortunate time. We are. Where we got to be, you know, we talked about it being two sides. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the reality of it, it really is two sides. It is. Because just like we grew up in the city of Atlanta, mm -hmm. on the west side, during a different time, we got a lot of people that we know that are law enforcement. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. And those people got families. Absolutely. Yeah. Those people got husbands and wives and, and, and families, you know. Mm -hmm. So they, too, are thinking about their protection. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, man, I think in anything that you have going on when there's a large number, you, 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 you got some bad apples out there. Right. And that's the reality of it. But we got to be more empathetic and understand that it's a process. Because if we're if we doing a lot of things in haste, it, it sometimes comes back to hunters. Absolutely. And you can't be with, emotionally with those officers, driven. Man, I mean, you got to think about it. I mean, they they all not, I don't, it's, it's not, it's no way in the world that I think in my mind that it's the majority that are the bad apples. I don't believe that whatsoever. I think that there there's a lot of them who know about it, but I think right now with the needle, the needle really moving at this point, they're, they're going to be more apt to even talk about performance. Mm -hmm. They're going to be more apt to call you out. You know, on the field, on the court, when you're playing a sport, if somebody ain't ain't, ain't holding up their weight, you're going to get called right. out. Right. Because we got somebody to replace you. Right. I just think you're you, you, you about to, we're probably going to experience a lot more of that where people are going to start being called out, but you still got to have, 
patience and and and, and just calm. I, I agree with to that allow to for extent, the change to take place. But I think it's the mentality of a lot of these police officers. They take a natural aggressive approach toward black toward black men or my men uh, brown men. I mean minority men. And until that change, you know, I I've I watched interactions of police with, with white people and. That most times they never make them get on the ground. It's it's always every time they deal with us, get on the ground. Uh, uh it's an aggressive approach. Right. On the curve. Yeah, right. it's like, it, 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 and, and I think they're taught that, and and it, it's just some natural that they do. And I, I even I, I told y'all about what happened to me. I think back now. I've been thinking about that a lot, way more than than I thought about it at the time. Because at the time, I was just goddamn like, sure. I ain't, I ain't die, you know, I ain't get killed. I got home, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never have to deal with it no more, but I, now that I think back, I'm like, man, that was some real bullshit. Right. Well, yeah. But like, that's, that's really, that, that's kind of how I want us to kind of educate and empower to those that are disconnecting. Mm-hmm. We, we got to understand, and it's not only with our youth, man, and just dealing with law enforcement, but it's mm-hmm. in everything. We got to live to fight another day. Definitely. And we, we, we shouldn't be out here trying to fight every battle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, it's a different way to get to a resolution without trying to fight every battle. You definitely battle. have to pick, you have to pick you your pick battles. You choose your battles, man. Because, uh, you know, it takes a lot of energy. And yeah. a lot of times we waste a lot of energy on stuff that don't even, that don't even matter. For that us. don't I, matter. I, a lot of times we do things, a lot of times, um, most, a lot of police, a lot of people, People in stores, white folks who own stores, they approach us as guilty. Oh, yeah. We're automatically guilty because they think that we are. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, when they had a perception in their head, Mm -hmm. they already assume. When they start assuming stuff, they already have that perception Mm -hmm. that that is going on. So if they pulled you over, they figure, okay, I done pulled you over. You must be doing something Mm -hmm. wrong. You got to be doing something Or they're going to make you be doing something. Or you got to be doing something else wrong. And then that, that, that whole thing starts... An aggressive, an aggressive. And, and see what they do, they, they they try to frustrate you till you get to the point of saying, "Man, like why? Why? Well, you, yeah." Then you start mouthing. Right. Like, what the fuck are y'all pulling me? You know what I'm saying? Then uh, then you got a whole. Oh no! Oh, are you resisting? But this, yeah. but this is what I'm saying. When it comes to making the see, the, and we always know the good stuff with the bad. Sometimes we get that. All I'm saying is to bridge that gap with um, police officers citizens and the leaders of a city as big as Atlanta is no way that they should find out certain things during live coverage from the media. What I'm saying is when you see something going on, you need to like whatever you got to do to to get if you got to be somewhere on the three to them shift to get hold of people, call a meeting. It's something like it's no way that all of our officers should should feel you feel what I'm saying like they they shouldn't feel like they don't have anybody backing them because at, because the realistic part of it is is, is that what happened yeah they, they got the union backing them I, I like don't, I don't they, that, they, is that what happened for real? listen, listen to what I'm saying part. I think that the police have a union that yeah backs a them. strong union what happens is that when you don't go through that union to do the things that they, the way that they want you to do it they feel that it's a sign of disrespect and disloyalty to them and that's not necessarily the case everything we we get mad at police when police are not charged or when they get off with stuff 
of it's because the union makes it so so if we no go i'm not i'm not union, I, no 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 i'm not even talking about okay yeah i'm not it, you it, talking about the morale I'm of the talking about the morale not what was going on exactly i'm talking but, about but the, morale that's just the timing of, of it they're trying to make a statement you got somebody that got to but, but, listen, but listen to what i'm saying but being emotionally driven in leadership is not always good good is what i'm saying i agree with that so what i'm saying is like it's it's ways that you have to do certain things so i like i get that but what i'm saying is it's okay for leadership to say look i'll be back with you all you know i'm working this is what's going on whatever whatever and reach out to your officers like i said you don't want to have somebody working for you that's supposed to be protecting you and go to sleep on the job because guess why they feel yes. like you ain't gave a damn about them, so what I'm finna do for you? You feel what I'm saying? So in order to have that morale, there are certain things that's gonna have to take place in our city in order for them to, to for everything to, to just kind of come together. That's the only thing I'm saying. I like, think their morale low more so due to the fact is. They know they're uh, finna get ready with all this Yeah, they're like ready. they, listen, man, they get, let, let me tell you something. It's no way that man should have died out there. Even with him being under the influence of alcohol, even with him resisting not wanting to go to jail, I, I want everybody just put themselves in this position. Everybody, everybody, I'm sure, has had a drink before somewhere and, and drove home. Ima- imagine stopping off on your way home to get you something to eat and nodding off at the goddamn drive Damn, a drink. I done been at work at, 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 at jobs at night and get off at 3 o'clock in the morning because I'm working and two tired, And be tired. And at the stoplight and fall asleep. Listen, imagine what, imagine just waking up with the police mm-hmm. at your window and, and trying to piece together What's going what on? the hell finna happen to you. All you can think about is, I, I got my dog. This going on. He explained to these. It's no way under any circumstances but that man. I totally agree. It's no way under any circumstances that man that that should have turned into a murder. I I, I, I don't agree with that agree. man. Resist. I don't agree with none of that. I don't agree with him trying. You ought to be able to run, like, like he ran, he ran, but that that should be a death sentence. They had his car. T- they had his I, 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 I totally, I, I'm, I'm it with was you on that. But I'm just thinking about just not his case. It's a case. lot. It's a lot of cases that have sat with um that sat on the desk of Paul Howard now. For a very long time, and these families have not gotten an answer. They don't know nothing. Like, what? I, all I'm saying is, you you can't briskly take. See, this is this is where the disconnect for me is. So, they're used to being able, you know, like I ain't gonna necessarily say Paul Howard covering up for them, but in a certain sense, Paul Howard can keep these these things on his desk for this long not giving an answer don't nobody know what's going on these people just you know hurt dead or whatever and the, the police feel protected you just can't one day make them feel like that ain't gonna happen no more like i mean you feel what i'm saying like man you kill we know you it's kill a new day we know things gonna change but you can't just do it like that because of one the, pl- the, poli- like, the political climate calls for action like that all the time. I looked at that case in Chicago, that 16 shot from yeah, Butler yeah, Madonna. I, yeah. I looked at that case the other day. Like, sometimes it calls for action. Like, certain things happen that calls for change. And, and, Super quick. and police in Chicago are rough. Oh, yeah, they terrible. They like, they like number two behind New York as far as worst police force. I mean, I've been walking down the street 
literally from the YMCA going to the corner store and they stopped me. Like literally. But what you doing? Going through my pockets. Well, I probably I'm walking. I am not doing anything but walking from the YMCA. You see my basketball shorts on, my tank top, and I'm going to the corner store. And they had me standing on that corner up against the car, my hands on the car for like 30 minutes for no reason. But see, that's what I'm saying. A lot of I understand what you're saying. Donna, don't reprimand them in front of the world. No, I just they need I don't reprimand because they are big. Because one thing you got to let them know that this is not going to go in on any further. Yeah, and the ones that can deal with let me tell you and the ones that can't need to kick rocks. If you sit around watching them do something wrong, you just as dirty as, my, as the person. If that's what I'm saying. It, it, I'm not saying. I don't agree with nobody mistreating nobody. And I don't agree with nobody saying you just that. Thinking they got All more I'm saying is, them folks should have been more prepared. Like, man, not, and not so I much about what folks. Paul Howard said at the at the. Not that I'm talking about more so of oh the firings that uh, you 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 you, you feel like the officer. Hell yeah. You discharge your weapon. Listen, if that man had been a bucket, he wouldn't have shot like that. Why like that? Man, I I think I think they should have been fired like hell. Like like I wanted to be fair across the board. My thing is I'm not talking about them oh, officers. Okay. I'm talking about the officers, their colleagues. The other officers. The other officers who have the fact you feel what I'm saying? Like this, she, 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 she's trying to paint quickly. the picture. In other words, I get what you say. I, you I, don't I, want to throw all officers under the bus. Yeah, it's the same. I and, don't. And that, 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 that's the thing. You, you, you can't. You can't. It, it's, it's just like us moving. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, we can have some stuff going on as a business, as business owners, as bosses, mm -hmm. and one person can 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 be a cancer to the to the to the organization is what I'm saying. You can't put I don't think we should be trying to put all Box officers them in, that's in, in, the, in okay. the same platform because yeah. again, they just like us. They got to, they go to work just like us. And and I know they some got families good just like us. And we know some good officers exactly. is what I'm saying. I, so we shouldn't I, I, try I, to, I don't too. think we should put them all in the same but but, but I also know some are full of shit though. We know we gonna always know that some yeah. are full of shit, but all I'm saying is and the ones that know they're full of shit, they need to they need to speak up on it. Like but if you're a good, think, if you're a good officer, officer is changing. Yeah, I think, I think, changing. I think so too. If you're a good officer, you wanna be considered a good officer. It's just that I talk to them goddamn assholes. The changes the changes that will be made internally I feel like the officers should know before we know if that makes sense I feel like they should be informed like they shouldn't find out certain things when we find it out like Hell, I'm not. I'm not talking about no charges. I ain't talking about that. Period. Talking about I'm talking general. about the changes that's gonna be made because we know it's some changes oh, yeah. that's got to be made. Right. But I don't that's feel. with one. You can't shoot niggas if they ain't got no. If if, if your life not in jeopardy. Not because you think they're stronger than you and you don't want to get close. Right, up but on I'm the saying record. they should find that out on the live coverage tomorrow. They should have found that shit out last week in a meeting, a personal meeting. That they had with leadership, you feel what I'm saying? Like, what's gonna be tolerated? What's not gonna code. be tolerated? Like, if somebody said they can't they breathe, can... they might can't fucking breathe. Right. <laughs> Let them up. Don't fuck they out not out that. That damn you think about how they can breathe, but they can fucking breathe. Right. Like, who comes up with that? I can't breathe. Oh, he's just saying that. Motherfucker, I can't breathe. Well, I'm labored by breathing. Is labored. But uh, that's my whole point. Like, but. These are things that need to be. I just feel I don't know. Maybe, I'm not anti police. Let, let, I'm I'm anti that bullshit. Let, let me you say this. I love why, police. Why are you here today? 
Let's man, I'm here. I'm here out of love for my family man, man, right. and my people. And, uh, well, trying to get off the sideline, man. It's time for me to get in the game and play a little bit. And people have uh-huh. been reaching out to me, so I'm ready. So oh. uh, me and that, you know, national rebel, Mooley Robinson, <laughs> you know, been putting our hands together and coming up with different things. And, and I want to come up with some plays that we can kind of give our youth. You know, we okay. got a lot of yeah. people that's, that's speaking about the adults, and the adults going to be the adults. And right. we got a lot of people who, you know, they're going to do what they do. But we're we trying to come up with some plays we can give our youth so we can move and be more prepared when situations occur. Okay. So we're going to start having conversations about that, how we can empower our youth, and so how they can start teaching each other how to handle certain situations. Absolutely. I agree. And guidance is the way. See, we talk about that all the time because this fight is, is we, we we in it. Uh, we, we're here. So, like, this fight is really for our children. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that's what that's what we need. We need that guidance. We need them. And that, and that guidance that understanding, and conversation being is going to come from Misfits Radio on their podcast. When y'all podcast going to start? Monday. Monday evenings. They about two or three weeks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So. Coming in live and in person. Oh, yeah. going to be what's up. So. Every Monday. Um, what time? Be on Monday? Yeah. Eight o'clock. Oh, cool. Yeah. So. Um, um, so. Will you all have uh, youth? The guests coming in will be youth, or how does that go? We we gonna draw it out. We got a blueprint. We gonna oh, have gonna guests. Be, we gonna have gonna conversations, and it's just we we gonna we gonna be open. We gonna have family conversations. Okay. It's gonna be like a family reunion around here. Okay. Yeah. Basically, at the family reunion, we trying to teach our kids how to move better and prepare. Absolutely. You know, just be prepared for for whatever because educating and empowering the community is what's got to happen and again it ain't about us it's about the youth it's it won't happen it in my time but i want our kids to be able to to take full advantage of what's next that's that's, right. that's I I, and i definitely agree too and i th- i honestly feel like the same as that way like now it's it's you know we're at a point where where these where these children now are ready but they got to have some direction they have to have some guidance because they will protest to this time next year, yeah. but they need to know what they're getting out of it. They need to know what they want out of it. I think a lot of them, a lot of them don't really know what they want out of it. It's like, so what are we doing again? You know, they're doing it because they know this is what might help, but they don't know exactly what it is that they want out of it. So I look forward to seeing you guys help them, help to develop them, help to um, just kind of put their minds where it needs to be as far as um, learning the political. Th- and, and what I learned, too, if that's something that you guys want to implement is um, is going over the laws. Because, uh, you know, I didn't, I never really understood how we didn't even know some of the laws mm-hmm. when we were growing up. We just knew, so you know how it is, like you, it's kind of like we knew we couldn't do certain stuff. But as far as lo- knowing laws and stuff like that, we didn't really know. Right. That's true. So that's how a lot of us, like, seriously, that's, that's how a lot of us really got locked up crime. and stuff like that. And was like, the criminals well, are all that was illegal. But no, but, I, but what I'm saying yeah, is, is but how did but they, you yeah. think about it, how did they learn the law? Exactly, but we our kids don't have to go through <laughs> that. Hey, because hey, the funny part, though, if you ever been locked up, though, I'm going to tell you the funny shit, though. 
sitting there and everybody asks you, what, so what you in here for? <laughs> right? And everybody goes to tell well, I'm in here and this all. say, oh, you all right. All you got to do is such and such. I'm, I'm in the city, you be like, man, I don't hear that shit. Everybody knows. So what you in here for? Everybody like, man, I'm in here for, uh, oh, you all right. Uh, you'll be out tomorrow. They're going to let you sign your way out. You know, like, man, this is That's bullshit. what I'm saying, though, but a lot, a lot of stuff can be avoided as long as you know. Because, you know, sometimes, like, you, 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 like, I had a time where I had a friend that didn't even know urinating outside was illegal. Mm. He, he, he didn't know either, but he, he found out the wrong way. Right, right. But the whole point of the matter is because, because you didn't know. I you, knew it was illegal. I... Didn't think you were gonna get caught. He just didn't think you would get caught. I was drunk. I know I was drunk. Shit. But the whole point of the matter is, it's somebody child that don't even know it's illegal. Right. And it's like I've been peeing outside my whole life. Like, no. Man, that police, that police cuss me out. So you think the police like, pull your goddamn pants? What the fuck you out here? Motherfucker, you know you on Lee Street. But look though, but can you appreciate? But look, no, that that particular officer, uh, oh, you remember that, right? Yeah, yeah. You weren't worried about him shooting you, though, right? Nah, but that was last time. All I could think about while I was peeing in front of that bank. You're right. I don't go in on him. All I could go in on him. Look now. All I could think about while I was peeing. Boy, it'd be funny to hear them police pull up behind me right now. <laughs> I'm talking about two seconds in. Rude. <laughs> I said, motherfucker. <laughs> but, that, but that's an example of but, why you can't put them in the same box. Yeah. Exactly, because you don't worry about Yeah, he locked me up. He got love and compassion, and they want to take care of the community. He locked me up. He wrote me out a citation. Yeah. And, and all he kept saying was, man, he kept shaking his head like this motherfucker. I heard pissing. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't believe it. But the whole point of the matter is that's why we can't box them in because no, I don't box some, all them in because like, some of them really do care about most of them just doing it for a job. It's it's some of them are on power kicks. I'm telling you, I, listen. We know most, that. most of them there are they just for a job. We know that. You but know, I think the problem the, comes in that a lot of the officers are not from the neighborhood that they police. Definitely. And that becomes an issue. Because Definitely. when you have officers, a lot of officers will go from place to place trying to find a job that pays the most money. Because, like, like Mike said, they have families they have to take care oh, yeah. of. Absolutely. So if Atlanta's paying seventy thousand, whereas Palo Springs is paying, while I live there, is only paying forty. I'm gonna go to Atlanta. But, yeah. but this is the thing, though. You gotta think about well, our daddy. Our daddy came out from the Grange to police in Atlanta because he was in college in Atlanta, mm -hmm. and he saw what Atlanta, what he felt Atlanta needed in order to. Um, he wanted to basically work from the inside out. You feel what I'm saying? So it's not about you being from that community. It's about you caring, period. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? I know like, what you're saying. It, it, it's not about that. And the reason why I said it is because I live in the city of Atlanta, but I got a neighbor that's an officer that's, um, that's in a whole other city. Mm -hmm. And we always see his car parked at his house and stuff like that. But why he chose that city, it shouldn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like, it shouldn't matter why he chose, but at the, you feel what I'm saying? Like, as long as you care, period. We, we need some compassionate people out here. Some people that understand that they ain't always been 40 and 50 years old. They will make dumb decisions at 20. We need some officers that can get to the, you know what I'm saying, that can talk to mm -hmm. them. Okay. Like, it, it's, it's a difference. Like, we, we have to have some compassion. Like, so, 
with you all bringing in the youth, letting them know, because see, right now, you know, we had officer friendlies, right? Mm -hmm. These children don't look at officers as friendly shit. Right. Like, that's something that they don't look at the officers. They always look you know at why? the officers automatically. Because they keep saying police kill people that's on, on their phone. That's my whole point. Like, what in the hell that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. So now they're desensitized to feeling like the police is there to help. You feel what I'm saying? So now they, they desensitize to that. Let me tell so you something. So it's going it's to take some real live nurturing and some real live things to go on for them to understand that all of them ain't the same, just like all mm -hmm. of us ain't the same. Listen, right. I had to realize why white folks always like the police. You know, I had to realize because most of their interaction with the white folks are positive interaction with police. Absolutely. So when they hear black people say, well, I got pulled over for no reason, you know, the first person white folks, oh, I don't believe that. You had to do something. He, you did something. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And so, and it's like, they, you get what I'm saying? That's the new shit they do now just to well, see what you're doing in your car. Oh, it's yeah. a nice car. What, what's wrong with your tag light? Shit wrong with my tag light. Well, right. that's what I'm saying. But now we got, now we got the, now we got the bridge to gal. So, um, so, um, it is, at, it's at five. Oh, yeah. So we will be wrapping things up. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about what y'all doing? I'm trying to figure out something. You, you, you know, I'm Wait, new to this. This is a new normal yeah, for me, yeah. so I started. No, no, you good. You good. Uh -huh. You know, because we can rock. We, we, we can roll all night. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. If I need to run some other plays on the way to the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> well, I have really, really, really enjoyed you guys, and welcome aboard. No, Mike. pleasure. Like, pleasure. I, I look, Thank you guys. I look forward. To come in here, getting, yes. that, getting that information. I enjoyed it. Like I'm saying, I'm. I'm new to the team, but I ain't new to the family. That's oh, right. That's I love right. y'all, man. I'm glad to be here, yeah. and I'm ready to put in work. Woo! It's uh, uh, all later, Lord. Yes, yeah, like literally our whole lives. Like people, yeah. like really, yeah, relationships like, are yeah. real long. Yeah, yeah. And it's time yeah. to start pulling the relationships out. Yeah. That's yeah. right. We gotta change it. We gotta change it for Bri what's happening. Bridging oh, yeah. the gaps, yeah, like seriously, like getting get, get everybody involved because it's gonna take a team effort for the changes that we need, and it's gonna take a lot of um, what I what I would say just patience and tolerance too. As we very well know, working with the youth, it is, it's, it's a lot. And I always tell people that, and, and that ain't because I'm raising the youth, but it's from being around them. So there are a lot of things that we have to teach them because nobody's teaching them. Mm -hmm. So if we, that's why I always say our generation hold a different kind of responsibility. Like, I, I mm -hmm. love that my, my brothers teach Adonis what he need to know as a, as a black man trying to grow up in the city that we're living in, but it's there are certain things I'm gonna miss his mama, cause there's certain things I ain't gonna experience as a woman right. that he will. So you know I, I'm very appreciative. It is Father's Day. We have enjoyed every minute of the Westside Misfits Radio today. Yeah, so we appreciate you guys, Michael Warner. We welcome you. We will you, see you guys you. in a few weeks. Um, have y'all thought of a name yet? We 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 got we're we spinning some stuff. Okay. We don't want to spin it out there. And come I, like love it. I love it. I love it. We coming. We coming. Okay. We'll see y'all next week. Same Misfit time. Same, same Misfit station. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Westside Misfits every Sunday from three to five. You gotta tune in to the Westside Misfits every Sunday three to five. We live. No. Every Sunday from three to five. No. No. Chef's up. MP80. Truth himself.